Hello everyone, and welcome to Night Owl Nerds. Tonight we are going to be doing a one-shot campaign, and I, Xander, the voice of Cax, am going to be DMing it. Of course, we have with us tonight Ethan, we have Matt, we have Robin, we have John, and we have Heather. And our group this week is going to be delving into the Tomb of Horrors for our one-shot. As a group, they had been adventuring together four years before being tasked with the king, or by the king of the region to recover an artifact from the Tomb of Horrors and also find the fate that had befallen the group before them. From the king, the party was given a small elemental orb that was to travel with them and track their whereabouts and their location. That way, if something was to happen to the artifact, the group could be found if they decided to stray too far away with it. We will open with the group at the mouth of the Tomb of Horrors, where a large sand cliff sits in front of them, where the opening is clearly... where the mouth of the tomb, rather, is clearly open and awaiting their ventures inside. So before you guys sits a large sand cliff Right in the center of it, you can see that some of the sand has fallen and been displaced from where you can only assume it covered the entrance to this tomb. Just from where you guys are standing, about 50 feet away from the opening to the, this tomb, you can start to see that there are intricate marble and stone uh, pavers in the mouth of the tomb. Barnaby, we are. Or I am going to give you the little spirit that will follow you, and I'll tell you guys the mechanic of that real quick. Um, all of you guys had to prick your finger and allow this small orb to absorb that blood from you, and as opposed to it or you attuning to it it felt like it was attuning to you the way that you guys interact with this orb is actually by summoning it to your person it then follows you and emits light similar to a torch 20 feet bright and then a further 20 feet dim light when you summon it to you it blinks from the person that it's currently summoned to to your current position but not in movement, it's an instantaneous action if you are within earshot of the person that has it, that it is currently attached to, if you will. And Barnaby, you were actually the first person to offer your drop of blood to it, so you had the honor of naming it. Oh, shit. It's about the size of a golf ball that emits this light. What, what what color is it? 
it emits a natural white. Not like a not like a warm or a cool white, but like a natural sunlight white. Hey, hey Balthus! Yes. Yeah. You know, what about what about mini sun? It's like I mean, kinda like that thing. If you really want to call it that, you could. Okay. It's just it's a little mini sun, and I go to touch the orb. When you poke your finger to the orb, your finger actually passes through the light at the center of it. And you oh! find that it's almost an incorpore it's an incorporeal light that floats next to you. Ah. Uh, any anybody else wanna, you know, bring it over? It's kinda creeping me out. Barnaby, if you're really worried about it, I'll take it from you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, thanks, big brother. All right. Little son, come to me. Please. And in an instant, it blinks from Barnaby and over to you, Balthus. This thing is fascinating. Does it do anything? Hello, little son, do you do anything? It does not respond. Hmm. Can you, can you float or are you just stuck on my shoulder? Uh, it's actually floating just to the side of you and you can look to it and it tries to stay in the corner of your vision as to not blind you with its light. At least it's considerate. I'm going to walk over and like towards the little ball of light and just kind of try and hit it with my trunk. Okay. Um... So you're gonna you're gonna try to slap it with your with your elephant trunk, not slap it, just kind of like nudge it with it. Okay. Um, as you try to nudge it with your elephant trunk, uh, your trunk just kind of passes through it, as it's an incorporeal object. Very interesting. Please Wait, get so your trunk out of my face. Oh, relax. This, so this this little mini sun, it's uh, involved with this uh, tomb of horrors? Apparently. Does anyone remember why we're being sent in here? I wasn't really paying attention when the king sent us. I mean, I'd imagine he just wants us to clear it out. I don't know. Do we remember why the king is sending us here? Or did he just say, here, fuck off, go to this tomb? So he sent you there to retrieve artifacts from the treasure room within the Tomb of Horrors and also to make or to find uh, the fate of the party sent before you. Um, <clears throat> the king only told you that one party had been sent. Uh, you know, as fairly experienced adventurers, that the Tomb of Horrors has been ventured to many a times and there are many a stories tied to it. Um, some people claim to have gone inside... Some people claim to have cleared it out themselves. Um, but it's it's fairly common knowledge that it's not necessarily fully cleared out. Otherwise, there would be a lot more stories of a person that cleared it out, as opposed to a word of or a word of mouth from a from someone that did it themselves. <clears throat> would I know that? Like, would I have remembered that? You tell me, would you remember that you have to find an artifact and also find the... Because no, I just group? said I wasn't paying attention. 
But that is that is what you were told, is that you were to retrieve an artifact from the treasure room in the Tomb of Horrors, or inside of a Sararax tomb, rather, and also to find the fate of the party sent before you. Or to confirm the fate of the party sent before you, not necessarily to find out. It's, it's, it's well assumed that they did not survive. It was approximately two months ago that the other party was sent out, and the uh, a similar orb to what you guys were or you were told by the by the king's guard uh, that a similar orb was given to that party, and that is still showing within a Sarax tomb. And that was two months ago. Well, uh, DM, in this <laughs> like desert around us, are there any like decent sized stones I can use for my sling? Um, in the cliff face ahead of you, you can find some stones, um, but the 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 sand that you are in now is a very fine, grainy sand. Uh, it kind of... Actually, as you've been tr uh, trudging through it, you find yourself having to wipe off excess sand from inside your elephant-like skin flaps. Nice. Yeah. A couple of times you had to tuck your trunk up underneath your your mouth to make sure that a sandstorm didn't blow it up your trunk. Hmm. I'll walk over there and grab a, like, say, ten rocks. Okay. I want to use Mage Hand to try and pull the orb, like, away from us. Okay. So, I'm realizing right now that I'm a shit DM, and I didn't have you guys describe your characters. So we're going to take a moment real quick before addressing that to go one by one and describe your characters, who you are, and what you were playing as. I apologize, listeners. Uh, let's start at the top with uh, Bo Jingles. Of course you did. Um, <laughs> It's first in line. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm playing Bo Jingles. Oh. Bo Jingles. Uh, I am a hill dwarf, so I'm pretty short. Just playing a bard. Uh, Robin, what what's something cool about this character? I I didn't make oh. this character. Being the creator of this character, Bo Jingles is a female dwarf circus clown. She is a bard. Relatively short in stature, probably about three and a half feet tall, wearing a bright red and dark black striped jester's uniform with a double ponytail sticking off the side. She is lively, sprightly, loves to jump around, and way more full of energy than Ethan is portraying right now. We will move on to Balathus next. Well, Mbalthus is a six foot seven white skinned tiefling. Barbarian. Definitely confident in his ability, but always kind of hovering around his little brother Barnaby. Always trying to protect him. Because Barnaby tends to be a little skittish. Let us move on to Barnaby. Ah! Oh shit, okay. I 
Standing upright with basic tan moccasins, you know, tied up tight because of the sand. Usually I leave them out all loosey-goosey. Uh, hefty and rather hairy tree trunks for legs rise up to a well-worn pair of leather shorts uh, with a belt attached. Uh, dangling from that belt is uh, a tooth of some large animal. No one's been able... I don't even know what the hell kind of animal it is. Uh, water skin and uh, looks like it's been chewed on a little bit and... Uh, in the front is a, a dainty leather fanny pack. Uh, a bare chest with numerous scars and enough hair to make you think he may be part grizzly bear. Attached to a thick bulging neck with skull tattoo imprinted on it. And it hurt like a bitch and I constantly complain about it and touch it and think it's badass. Uh, above the, the grizzly neck sits a head that is uh, half the size of what it should be. Uh... Brown tufts of hair sit unevenly on top, and a clean-shaven, pale face shows a sense of innocence and confusion for this, uh, human, uh, barbarian. Fucking dying, man. <laughs> Why the fuck do I have to follow that up? <laughs> <laughs> if I knew, if I only knew the description, I would have had him round us out, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I can't breathe. <laughs> John, I'm just gonna call you out by name because I want you to announce your name. Yes! My name is Eli Fonte. I am a 7 foot 10 large loxodon. I'm wearing regular pants and a shirt with a rather plain green robe and I have a quarter staff in one hand with on the top of it's got a little green ball with with mistletoe coming off of it and I'm carrying an oak shield and then my large elephant ears droop down and they have a, like a series of rings that go up them that have been pierced in and my large trunk just swings around like batting at flies or is tucked in avoiding sand things like that and yes. on my on my the tip of my trunk over my eyes I have a pair of glasses that have like a rope attached to hold them in place excellent and Eden I am Eden Silk I am a what elf I have a long, black, tattered, long cloak with a hood that covers part of my face with a mask over my mouth. Um, dark silver eyes. I'm trying to think. Studded leather armor. She has gloves on. And then she has... I'm trying to think the best way to describe it. She has, like, black tattoos of, like, thorns run running up her arms. Um, she's about average height. So, 5'5". Five, five. All right. And that is our adventuring group for this evening. Um, Bojangles, to get back to your mage hand. As you cast mage hand and, re and reach out to try to grab uh, mini sun out of the air and kind of pull it away from Balithus. The, the hand reaches out 
and looks like it's making contact to grab it and pulls back straight through it. And you can tell that there was no resistance to it at all. In fact, each each one of you, as you've tried to interact with the light, you notice that nothing even changes with it. It doesn't try to avoid it. When you do it a poke at it, you do a through it, no light change, it doesn't blink. Nothing happens. The only time it ever reacted was when Balithus called it off of Barnaby, and it flashed from Balithus to Bar or from Barnaby to Balithus. Two B names. I'm so sorry. Oh, three B names: Balithus, Barnaby, oh, yeah. Bo Jingles. Yeah. 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 Just like little Bo Peep. <laughs> little brother. Yeah. It occurs to me that this little son emits light this may be beneficial for you to have it near you yeah but um what what if i gotta take dumpies and uh it's watching me don't worry i don't you, you know i actually... can't do that when people are watching me i can't I'm, do my I business know. i know little brother it's fine if you need to take dumpies i will take the orb and walk away so that you are not illuminated then oh, your the dumpies best. can be had in peace Oh, that's the best. But yeah, you're probably right. I mean, I'll try not to pick my nose around it. I don't know what else it's going to report on. Trust me, if you tried to fit your finger up your nose, it would kill you. I know you don't pick your nose. Yeah, I, I don't. No, of course not. You're hey, Mini-son! Mini-son, come here! Come here, boy! Goodbye, Mini-son. And in an instant, it flashes from... Balthus back to Barnaby and it again sits just outside of your your eye line or your field of vision to make sure that it does not blind you with that light I'll consider it so uh so where, where, where are we gonna where do we need to go like up up the cliff or do we need to like go around this place I'm fairly certain we walk in the big hole in the cliff the one right in front of you. Do, do we need to do we need to climb it though? It's a hole. Do you climb holes? Um. Oh, I'm gonna look you're, straight. You're, oh, right yeah, there. I was going to say you're looking the wrong way. Look oh. this way. Oh. oh. Okay. Oh yeah. There, there's a hole there. See path. Path oh, to shit. follow. Oh. Follow path. Okay. What, what do you what do you, what do you think, guys? Uh, you guys you guys want to go in the big spooky cave? I have no problem with Big Spooky Cave. I'm pretty sure that's why we're here. I was just going to say that's part of our quest, and I kind of want to get paid. So, yeah, let's go in the Big Spooky Cave. Ethan's got a point. We definitely need money. And you know, a king sent us in. He's got to have a lot of money. That's the only reason why I'm here. <laughs> Both performances just aren't cutting it lately. You are going to see the dwarf just kind of skip into the entrance. Oh, <laughs> look, there, she, there she goes. Dwarf skimping, skipping. There she goes. Oh, there's only like a foot between each step. It's kind of cute. So, <clears throat> one of the things to note, uh, each one of these tiles does represent 10 feet. Uh, it is a very... It is very large. Uh, however, you are not in initiative necessarily, so 
you have free movement at the moment. Come, Barnaby, stand next to me. Okay. Come closer. Uh, uh, okay. You're not going to do that trick where you're going to like hit me in the ear, are you? I've heard bad things about this place. And today I think I will skip the tricks. Oh, refreshing. It's you I'm and gonna, me, little brother. I'm going to swap Barnaby in the ear with my trunk. Dad! I'm Eli, would you please back off? I'm trying to console him so he doesn't shit himself again. No, I don't want to do dumpies in front of people. Exactly. He'll be <laughs> fine. I'm wasting all of my money on shorts for this man. Stop yeah. it. But once once shit goes down, he's That's always... why we got the brown ones this time. <laughs> yes, once... and when shit goes down, I'm the one that has to clean it up. Yeah, but he's always on the front line, and I can always tell where he is, because there's a trail. Perhaps I can help Barnaby and offer some assistance. What do you uh, have in mind, Eden? I can cast light on him so he can have the same advantage over the dark as we do. And kind of offer him his own kind of light. So, so that he doesn't have to, to worry about being watched by the orb. I mean, I'm only worried about it if I gotta take my dumpies, so... But, well, but, take but, your but, pick, Barnaby. But, but but thank you. Uh, do you want the Do you want Mini Sun on your shoulder, or do you want her to magic light your you? I don't know. Oh, both us. I get a, I get really nervous when 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 the girls talk to me. So I know, no, I want to keep the ball. We've been walking with these two girls for years now. I know, but I'm always at least like you know thirty feet away. Yeah. Well, I could just light one of his weapons. And just offer that as a guide, so I don't have to touch him, per se. I Barn honestly really don't want to touch him. I'm going to reach out and take one of Barnaby's swords, walk over to Eden, and hand it to her so she can cast the spell. Oh, you got, you got all the solutions, big bro. Here, Eden, do, do your magicness on this. Do I do, need to do anything special to cast light? Not really, just say you're casting light. Okay, no, I wasn't sure if I had to roll or anything. Um, Alright, I will touch this, the handle of the sword, and I will cast light on it. Gods, fuck me, that is bright. Thank you, Eden. Barnaby, I guess I should have warned you about that. It's, it's, it's fine, it's fine, as I walk away from her towards Barnaby. Barnaby. Yeah. Take her sword. Oh, See, okay. it's, all, it's all glowy and bright now. Don't look right at it. Ah! I told, I just told you, don't do that. Yeah, but you know, if you tell me not to do shit right away, I'll probably end up doing it. Focus. Fuck, okay. Focus. Okay. Mini Sun, come to me. And in an instant, the Mini Sun is back on you. There, Barnaby, you have lighted sword. Okay. It works like torch. See, hold up. Looks like light. Look at that, some light. And I have mini sun, so when you have to take dumpies, I just walk away. No one's watching you. Okay. That sounds good. Good. Did you did you remember to go dumpies before we go in? Um, no, yeah, I did it out in I, that's why I was lagging behind so no one could see me and I was kinda like doing a little like squat as I as I walked. You did dumpies while you were walking? Yeah. 
I have told you so many times, don't do dumpies while walking. I know, but I didn't fall on it like the other four times. No, but you leave streaks down your ass crack. No. And then no, just I like found, Eli was saying, you can like smell you from miles away. I just took like a handful of sand and I kind of just like... And it, it stops other people from... And Eli will pick up his foot and look at it and then start rubbing it in the sand. Stepping in it. See, it's a what big happens? desert. You don't have to worry about stepping in dumpies like the birds are going to eat it or something. Uh, look at my okay. foot. Barnaby. Point is, we're good. We, yes, we can... fine. You've taken your first dumpies for the day. We have at least two before the end of before before nightfall. I know how you work. Maybe three. I ate a lot of food last night. Fuck me sideways. All right. Can we just get in the tomb now? <laughs> okay. So, Bojangles, you were uh, you were skipping toward the, the mouth of the uh, tomb, correct? Yeah. Having this insanity. <laughs> All right. <laughs> if you'd like to move yourself to to where you ended up. Ugh. It's so hard to maintain concentration on this voice. <laughs> oh, absolutely. All right. I was going to try and do one and just gave up. I was like, there's no way this is happening. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I will have you stop there. Bright, brilliant colors are to be seen everywhere. The stones and pigments undimmed by the passage of decades. The floor of the corridor is a wonderful mosaic of stone with a distinct winding path of red tiles about two feet wide, snaking its way south down the corridor. No stonework can be seen on the walls or the ceiling twenty feet above some sort of cement plaster has been smoothed all over these surfaces and then illustrated. The scenes show fields with kind grazing and kind, with excuse me with kind grazing, a copse with several wolves in the background, workers of various races and strange human animal mixtures, pig human, ape human, and dog human, going about various tasks. Certain of the frescoes show room er, excuse me. Certain of the Frisco showrooms of some building, a library filled with many books and scrolls, the door of a torture chamber, and a wizard's workroom. There are chairs, windows, boxes, bales, doors, chests, birds, bats, spiders, and all manner of things shown on the walls. The bow. You see anything down there? I'm going to turn around shake my head no and point at the wall and then do a sort of like painting motion with my hand are you trying to swat a fly you use your voice come on you can see me I can see you you need to speak You're doing your fucking mime routine again he wants to play charades again to try and jump and like touch the wall where the painting is all right um about 10 feet to your southwest that you actually can see a couple of the dog humans that appear to be holding a chest a brass chest that actually is a physical brass chest on the wall the paintings of the dog humans are clearly paintings over the plaster, but they seem to be 
almost painted to be holding that physical chest there that's protruding from the wall. I'm going to assume that you touch the wall somewhere close to that as it's not too far from you, but not necessarily those paintings themselves. Yeah. Okay. I just wanted to paint that picture for you as well. Paint. I get it. I'm gonna kind of stretch, crack my back a little bit and uh, put my hand on my greatsword strapped to my back just making sure it's still there. Barnaby, you ready for this? Yeah, let's go rip some tendons! Yeah! Yes, that's a a good start. Ripping tendons. Good start. I'm gonna grab my bow and arrow and kind of start walking forward um, to where Bell Jingles is. Um, Before I enter the mouth of this cave, can I Mm -hmm. look around it for any signs of trips, traps, anything like that? Absolutely. Go ahead and roll perception for me. Perception. That's a nine. Okay. You don't believe that there are any traps near you. None that you can see. Come, Barnaby. Nope. I, I don't I don't see anything wrong with the entryway. At least that much we don't have to worry about. Okay. And I just go right up beside you. Could you please put the sword on the other side of you? It's so bright. Oh, God. Okay, sorry. God, not paying attention. I mean, when it, if we have to fight something, I have to put it in my other right hand. Just let you know. I, I'm aware of this. Do you want to... Okay. You know what? Let's switch sides. Switch sides with me. Okay. Yep. There we go. Nice. Eli is right behind you guys, and he is currently, like, rubbing in between his eyes with his trunk. Just like, you know you're giving him a headache. Okay. Because <laughs> I give a fuck. <laughs> Barnaby and Balithus, as you guys enter the mouth of the tomb, you also see the murals that seem to stretch down this hall. Um, Balithus, you obviously see a little bit further with your dark vision and the orb than uh, Barnaby would. However, you guys can very clearly see the mosaic tiles that lead down the down the hall uh, that are marked in red. Uh, Barnaby, why don't you go ahead and roll me a perception as well as you enter the cave. Or enter the tomb, rather. Remember, you get to turn your head, bend your neck. Oh, not my my whole body, right? That that doesn't work half the time. Right, right, no neck. Sorry. (laughs) Uh, 21. Alright. So as you enter the mouth of the tomb a little more cautiously than Balthus, you actually can see in the floor that there is a excuse me you can't see that never mind <laughs> that is wait up ah! oh, never mind you saw a a larger than normal spider but not like an alarmingly large spider uh run across the floor and then up the wall and out of sight. Creepy. Maybe the size of a of a quarter. 
Oh man, they. What's your idea of an alarmingly large spider? Like a dinner plate <laughs> or a giant spider in D and D? Dinner plate, yeah, dinner plate or larger. In D and D, if it's not two stories, it's not alarmingly large, is it? Yeah, it's like fucking no, nothing. but larger than normal is the size of a quarter. Come on, that's like a common wolf spider. If they're so common, why don't you go find one right now? I can. We'll go get one. That's okay. I'll be back in five minutes. Okay. Oh, later um, on. we'll go to break. <laughs> I can literally go downstairs and just get one out of one of the storage closets. Yeah, that's weird. To to help out. I'm sorry, John Xander. Did you want to have? Uh his character be controlled by a bunch of us as well. Oh, is, uh, we can do that. Is that what we normally do? Not necessarily, but if it makes it easier, uh, John, with the dynamic lighting, you have to actively move where you want to go. Oh yeah. Yeah. So say okay. you're going somewhere, you have to actually do it. If you yeah, want to yeah. see something. Well, I was waiting for you guys to get through your stuff and then I was going to move my character. Okay, I just I wasn't sure if you were just having a rough time with that or not. Yeah, because nope. you said you were right behind us and you were still in the sand pits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nope, I was just waiting for you guys to get through your... Yep. Hey, Miss... 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 Sel- Sel- Selkie? You, you, uh, you coming? Yes, I was just looking at the walls. That mural on the wall. It was a little interesting. I'm also keeping my eyes peeled for any traps because you never know. Oh, come on, there can't be any traps in a place like this. I mean, it's too pretty to scuff up, right? Don't jinx yourself. This is exactly where you would put a trap. Exactly, see? He agrees. He gets it. Okay. I'll, I'll let you, you can guys never go be first. Too I'm going to have uh Eden, if you would roll me a perception as well, if you are actively looking for traps. Yep. I got 22. Excellent, thank you. And is anyone else actively looking for I, traps? I am also actively looking for traps. All right, I am well aware of your passive. Go ahead and roll me your active. Okay. Well fucking aware of what your passive is. <laughs> Ever there was a <laughs> verbal middle finger. <laughs> Does it beat your passive? Oh yeah. Okay. Good to fucking know. Eighteen plus fifteen. Okay. Cool. Gotcha. Thirty. <laughs> fuck me is what that is. <laughs> okay. Good to know. So you actually hear a hawk about two miles off, uh, but at the moment you do not see anything. I will let okay. you know if you do. Okay. All right. So at this point, all of you can see the murals that line the walls here. Uh, They are actually extremely... Knowing how old that this tomb is, how many decades that this structure has stood here, you guys are amazed with how detailed and how well-kept the colors are in these murals. In fact, at this point... All of you can see, some of you just barely, but all of you can see the two dog humanoids that are holding that brass chest just beside Bojangles. That's just an image of that? Correct. The paintings are of the dog humanoids holding something, 
and then there is a brass chest protruding from the wall in a small alcove there and on a shelf. So it's half in the wall, or it's about like a quarter in the wall and three quarters out of the wall. So there's a shelf there and that brass, brass chest is a physical brass chest. And what you can see from there, it is an actual chest sitting on a shelf along the wall. Hey, Bo, you went to the uh, Bard's College of Lore, didn't you? I nod. Do you have any idea why these murals and the floor would not be worn down? I mean, isn't this tomb, like, super fucking old? Um, I'm gonna take a close look at the floor and the walls. And I do have stone cunning. I don't know mm -hmm. if that'll help, because you said it was a mosaic. Mm -hmm. But, uh, would that, uh, would that work here? Give me two seconds. Let me look into your character sheet. One of us should. I swear to God, if she's doing her fucking mime routine again, I'm going to fucking kick her. Um, I'm going to have you roll. Uh, fuck it. Roll history for me. History, mm -hmm. but I'm not good at that. Well, it'll allow you to use your stone cunning. Oh. <laughs> I am good at that. So proficiency bonus is five. Double that. Okay. Um. Eighteen. With an eighteen, and with your knowledge of stone, uh surprisingly potentially from being having stones thrown at you during bad performances and your time at the bard college uh studying stone uh you find that all of these tiles that are cut in the floor are cut with an extreme precision and even though you know this tomb to be hundreds of years old at this point um they the fact that all of them that you can see is intact is nothing short of a miracle to you. And that's what you'll get with that. Um, Eli, from where you stand, you yep. can actually make out the edges of a trap door um, about 20 feet below you, and I will mark... Uh, where that is right about here okay you can see that there is a line that runs from here to the wall and then seems to run a little further down the center of the corridor okay and it's a very it's a very minute difference in the way that the stones are set but you see this hard edge along that line to the wall down the and up to the middle of the corridor and then down the middle of the corridor for another about 20 feet um before it cuts back to the wall and you do believe that there could be something there and with that i will actually mark it out for you and advance it to there okay that's marked out now well oh. You can you can see with your with your high perception roll that there is a fine line 
and a hard uh, mosaic like tile cut in that area. Guys, we might have a door or we might have a trap up ahead. Well, what which do you is it? We do, then? Well, I'm going to go take a look at it first, but I'd also like to take a look at this chest in the wall. Fairly certain the chest is on Eden, but okay. Well, it's definitely not on Bo. He thinks he's funny. <laughs> that was kind of funny. <laughs> that's a Xander. That's a Xander move. That is a Xander move. <laughs> so I would like to take a look at this chest. I don't okay. want to touch it. I want to take a look at it. All right. Um, as you go ahead and go up here, you can walk up to it if you would like. And again, that is right about here. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to move you another five feet there. I'm not moving oh, okay. you into danger by moving you up to the chest. No, no, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Don't tempt me. Um, <laughs> go ahead and roll me investigation as you investigate this chest. It's a chest. I rolled a natural one. Oh. You you know a chest when you see one. That's a chest. I think it's perfectly fine, correct? So with your I'm gonna I'm gonna pair your perception with the investigation a little bit. And okay. I'm gonna tell you that by looking at it from a distance, and then as you approached it, you got you can tell that this is a real bronze chest. It's not um, a painting you can obviously see that it's protruding as you look closer with your investigation role though uh, you do not discern any more information beyond that it is protruding out of the wall part of it seems to be almost countersunk into the wall a little bit but you don't discern any more than that well I'm gonna do something stupid I'm gonna attempt to open the chest Wait, oh, before you do that, I want to make sure there's no magic around it. I want to, is there any magic coming from it or? How would you tell? like to do that? Should I roll an arcana? Uh, you could if you were close to it. I could get closer to it. I want to make sure that there's nothing wrong with the chest like magic wise before he opens it uh okay uh go ahead and roll an arcana okay i got 14 uh with that you and your knowledge of our of arcane energy and arts um you do not you do not believe that there is anything magical about the chest. Okay. So, I'm good, right? I don't sense any magic coming from it. Alright. So... And I'll lean forward and try and open the chest. I'm gonna take a couple steps back. Just in case. Okay. Uh, you 
release the catch on the chest. And you feel a sharp pain in your hand as you take one piercing damage. Okay. As a three-inch-long needle pierces out of the chest from the catch and pricks you in the finger. You will also take 14 points of poison damage and roll me a constitution saving throw, please. It concerns me that I can see his dice tray on camera. <laughs> You're welcome. I made sure to frame it properly so you can oh, see me rolling dice. so mean. Dirty 20. You feel the poison enter your enter your hand and you feel your hand kind of cramp up a bit as that happens um and as you you kind of flinch in pain as you feel like the bite of it and it feels like more than a uh normal like prick of your finger um but after clenching your fist and like releasing a little bit and like kind of feeling it out uh you do not feel any lingering effects <clears throat> son of a bitch did you, uh, did you get a cramp in your hand from opening that chest? I mean, you gotta call in the big guns. Yeah, something like that. Um, as the chest opens, uh, you do not or it appears to be empty. Would you like to look deeper inside the chest? <laughs> I feel like this is a horrible idea, but I already got poisoned for it. So yeah. Alright. Um, roll me a dexterity check. Straight up dex. Oh, great. Actually that might not be so bad. Two so sixteen. Okay. So as you reach in Um and like look in and kind of reach into the chest to make sure there's any not anything there. You reach down and touch something, you're like instinctively pull your fingers back as to not get pricked again. And you realize that nothing poked you, but instead you can actually feel that there is a rod that protrudes from that chest, or from the bottom of the chest. I can feel this rod, but I can't see it. Okay. I'm gonna have you roll another, another uh, perception check. Okay. And I already know what it's going to be. But we're going to say that you're erring on the side of caution. Uh, yeah. Hi. Yeah, 30. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> um, as you take a look around you to make sure that there's not, like, another fucking needle that's going to stab you, uh, you can see a similar outline underneath your feet. As the one you saw on the floor. Ah. I'll give you that one. <laughs> Thank you. Because you're reaching in a fucking chest after having your finger pricked. Yeah, I'm gonna step back away. Like, okay. yeah, this is a trap. Okay. Go ahead and move um, your token. Oh, yep. We will mark. Bo, you never answered me. Why? Why are tiles not worn down? I'm going to be on all fours, like, running my finger along. You said they were really well done cracks. Yes, all of them uh, seem to be made almost with a machine precision. 
as we would know it today. Uh, every everyone is very intricately made, and they line up perfectly with one another. So I'm gonna be, you know, on all fours. I'm, I'm gonna lick a couple cracks. Just these are fantastically done. This is craftsmanship I've never seen. It speaks. It's about time. Barnaby, don't stray too far from me. I'm not. Can, can I? Can I try licking that too? I wouldn't. Why not? Okay. It's empty except for the trigger of the trap underneath it. No, no, no! I'm talking about licking the floor. I don't care about that thing. Oh. You don't know where that floor has been, or what's it's, been it's on been, that floor. I, I was think going it's to say, I been here for a very long time. Still, you don't go around licking random floors. Maybe you don't. Yes. Hey, I guess to which to which wrong be my guest. I would hope by Tell now you taste. know that uh, Barnaby kind of does what he wants to do. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of noticed. So, maybe before you lick it, ask Bo what it tastes like. Maybe it's not worth your time. That's a good idea, actually. I agree with that. And I, I walk over and I just crouch down and I'm like, What does it taste like? <laughs> and I'm like hunched Have over. You realized I haven't like paid too much attention to the... To the to the flavor intake of it, I'm just gonna like drag my tongue along a couple of the mosaics. <laughs> just and I, I get out all fours, and I'm just like I look at I look at Bo, and I'm just like trying to like copy Bo. <laughs> you both get the taste of thick dust in your mouth and dirt and. After a couple passes, you taste tile and, like, old grout. Ever have, like, you ever accidentally get sand in your mouth at the beach or something? It tastes nothing like that. <laughs> uh, it this just kind of reminds me of uh, when I got lost in the basement, you know, when we were younger. All this... Barnaby, did you lick the, the floor as well? I lick, I lick the floor, yeah. Being a little closer to the wall, you did get a little bit of cobweb in your mouth. Oh, no, it's a definitely little, like the basement bit. at home. Spider cum. <laughs> oh, God. All right. <clears throat> now that we're done licking floors. You might be. <laughs> we got I our whole day planned out here. I need you guys to watch where I step and where I jump and do that exactly. Ooh, hopscotch. Kind of hard to miss where you step. You leave craters everywhere you walk. <laughs> it's because he's big, right? Yes, apparently, uh, yes. <laughs> I do so love it when a joke is explained. What if I can't reach your step? What? Alright, I'm gonna follow close behind you and so I'll I guess we're gonna up. play Simon Says. <laughs> I'll back up 10 feet, run to where these two doors meet, 
and jump over the where they meet to the other side. Okay. I'm gonna copy that. And then oh. walk a little bit further ahead. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna as as you progress, I'm going to do things like this. Okay. What's your wisdom, Eli? Uh, just straight wisdom? Yeah. Uh, 20. Okay, thank you. Bo, do you want to make the jump or do you want me to toss you? I'll try, try to do the jump. I mean... I was talking to Bo. Pay, pay attention, Barney. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Can you throw... You think you can throw me? Probably. I mean, you're, you're furry, but... You're not that thick. You're mostly hair. That's true. Yeah, you should probably throw Bo. It'd be kind of funny. Bo, do you want me to toss you, or do you want to try I'm to jump it yourself? I'm going to go... I'm going to do a cartwheel to where uh, he was standing, and then backflip <laughs> over where he jumped. You know, I love it when she jumps around like that. It's just... It's like having our own little show. It's entertaining, you know. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. Ready? Yes. Try. Go for it, brother. Ah! Yeah. Are you all right? I'm, I'm good. You kind, of, you kind of stopped dead, right when you were supposed to jump. Oh shit. Okay. Don't worry about landing on both. You, you should spread your legs when you land, and you'll end up around her and not I remember her. if I roll after I land on, on Bo that happened last time uh, I got kind of shanked in the leg so I learned my lesson yes Bo you want to um, you know move out of the way uh, I'm gonna climb on Barnaby's shoulders then <laughs> tickles Barnaby no sniffing this time and I'm just going to kind of hop no over the tiles that he was avoiding. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Sniff this dwarf pussy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear God. I, I know I know this module could end in our deaths really easily. And I'm kind of sad that I, I decided this persona was going to fit on this character. So, hey, man. <laughs> It's great. I'm loving it. <laughs> there may be uh, reincarnations in the future. Boy. This is fun. It's <laughs> a lot of fun. Again, guys, exactly where I walk. Yes, oh exalted elephant man. That's... Could you slow down a bit? You're fucking rushing again. You went down. No, Wait. you're fucking rushing. I, I keep forgetting. <laughs> <laughs> I keep forgetting these are ten feet, not five. Yeah, I'm gonna have you move th uh, three tiles this next time. Okay. That way, you don't accidentally step on a trap that you normally would have seen just fine. All right. So, come on. Right. As you make your way down the hall, uh, and I can't select the correct tool, because the game says, fuck you, Sandy, uh, you are looking down, 
And then for a moment, you look kind of over your shoulder and look down and find yourself way closer to a trap than you wanted to find yourself. But still safe. There's one right in front of us. Here. And then... See? All right. And I'm going to hold you there. If you guys would like to move closer, you may. As uh, Eli has been walking down the path, he's been very, uh, very conscientious about pointing out these traps to you guys to make sure that you also see them on the ground. Before you, to the east, Eli, you see a large stone archway. The stone archway before you is filled with a veil of thick vapors, the stones on either side of the base and keystone protruding slightly from the stones around them. As you move within touching distance, the left-hand base stone begins to glow yellow, the right-hand base stone orange, and the keystone seven feet above glows blue. And then to your south, on the wall, there is a relief sculpture of a devil face formed of mosaic tile. The face has a huge O of a mouth, inside of which the space is dead black. You cannot see through it. Hmm. So, um, Balthus is going to walk up to the archway, <laughs> pull out one of his javelins, and just kind of stick it at the vapors to see how it reacts. All right, so you're going to take a javelin and insert it into the vapor? Um, yeah, I'm going to, like, just just the tip. Just the tip. Gotcha. Just the tip. So you take just the tip of your javelin and you push it into the vapor to where you can't see just the tip anymore. You know, you've inserted, you've inserted, yeah. but yes. you, you've only inserted the tip. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's all that's necessary. Mm. <laughs> uh, as you carefully... <laughs> thrust your javelin into the vapor and, re and retract it out of the vapor, you see that nothing has changed with it. My javelin looks, looks like a javelin? Correct. In fact, okay. if anything, nothing has changed. And then there's a, a relief of a devil face. Correct. On the southern wall, with a big, Correct. gaping, black hole. Like this. Nice. Yeah. It's making an O face, and inside the O is pitch black. Well, Eli, you're the one who's always getting headaches, so you must be doing most of the thinking. What, what do you make of this? I'm not sure. Maybe it's a puzzle of some sort. Those have never really been my thing. I mean, your javelins seem fine. Yes, but I'm I going... never, never trust vapors I with know. skin. I mean, I've, I've had, you know, my thoughts exactly. As you guys are discussing this and kind of taking a moment to take a closer look around you, I am actually going to hand you something out in roll twenty and then I'm going to read it, and you guys may read along with me if you like. 
Right. So there it is. It should now be in your library. And in between the archway with the vapors and the devil's mouth leads this message. <clears throat> Aserak congratulates you on your powers of observation. So make of this whatever you wish, for you will be mine in the end no matter what. Go back to the tormentor or through the arch, and the second great heart in the second great hall you'll discover. Shun green if you can, but night's good color is for those of great valor. If shades of red stand for blood, the wise will not need sacrifice, aught but a loop of magical metal. You're well along your march. Two pits along the way will be found to lead to a fortunous er, to a fortuitous fall, so check the wall. These keys and those are most important of all, and beware of trembling hands and what will maul. If you find the false, you find the true, and into the <coughs> excuse me, and into the column tall you'll come, and there the throne that is key and keyed. The iron men of Visage Grim do more than meets the viewer's eye. You've left and left and found my tomb, and now your souls will die. And that message is inscribed within the red mosaic that leads from the archway of vapors to the devil's mouth. Also, that message is now in your libraries at your viewing will. Well, that's unpleasant. I hate puzzles. If you'd like me to describe or read anything that I've described or read to you before, please let me know. There's like a doorway filled with vapors in front of us. Will we read this? Uh, yes, so the, the archway with vapors, as you approached, have three glowing stones being the left, the right, and the keystone in the middle. The left stone at the bottom glows yellow, the right stone at the bottom glows orange, and the keystone in the middle of the top of the arch is blue. You said there was a green stone? Uh, blue, orange, and yellow. Damn. Also, here is what this hallway looks like to you guys from the beginning because I can actually show you guys that in your Neat. libraries I believe it'll show up as handout area 4 yeah I want to you, you, you hid the message I'm going to touch the blue and yellow stones in what order same time You'd like to push the blue and yellow stones at the same time? Yes. Ow. You're three yeah. and a half feet tall. The blue stone is seven feet up. I have a mage hand. Huh. I will cast mage hand. Alright, so I'm going to have you make a dexterity check for me. Just to time it correctly to hit them both in at the that same time. That one. Okay, uh, so as you go to push the stones in, um, your your timing's a little off, and you push the yellow stone, and the mage hand is struggling to push the blue stone, but it can push it in. But why are you pressing those colors? 
Blue and yellow makes green. This specifically says shun green. Stay away from green. Why are you doing that? So as the stones are pushed in, you can actually see that they recessed back to flush with the rest of the stone arc. And the only one protruding now is the orange stone. Yeah, see, we're fine. I think he's fucking lying. You think the ominous message on the wall is lying to us? To be fair, has anyone ever questioned the ominous message on the wall? No. So you could put in a massive fucking lie like that. Who knows? Maybe green means go, and that's what he used to like get in the tomb in the first place. And he's he's pranking the shit out of the rest of us. And then I'm gonna slap the last stone. All right. So you shove the orange stone into the arch, and as the stone slides way way smoother than you would imagine that a base stone in an archway because you're, you're well versed in your stones uh, it slides in way easier than you thought it would the vapors before you in the archway seem to clear and a passage is visible <laughs> hold ya into a small room I cartwheel into the room all right. <laughs> I'm assuming everyone is watching this. Oh yeah. Okay. Intently. All right. So we're going to say that you're here and you'd like to do a cartwheel smoothly and nicely into the archway and into the room? Yep. For your eyes. Bow cartwheels so gracefully and so elegantly through the archway and is gone. We hear screams of anguish. You anything. hear nothing. Bo, Bo, are you in there? Where'd you go? <sighs> Fucking hell, that little girl. Ethan, I'm gonna send you a quick message. <clears throat> Nothing can queens. go wrong. Oh no, it all went wrong. <laughs> Balthus. Yes. This may seem like an incredibly stupid idea. That's why I'm asking you. Yes, I, I, I can do stupid if you need me to. What do you feel? How do you feel about tying a rope around either your or my waist and walking through there, and then being pulled back? I mean, if it if it requires pulling, it's probably better that you walk through so I can yank you back. True, but I'm also huge. Yes, and I've, I've got this wonderful belt, and I'll show you my belt of stone giant strength. True. I'm much stronger than I look. You're, you're big elephant man thing, but I, quite frankly, I don't want to leave Barnaby's side. Mm, that's and Bo just kind of disappeared and quite uh, honestly, understood. if I just disappear, he may start running down the hallway and he may run over all those trap doors Perhaps. you tried to point out to us. And I, I, even if I survive walking through the archway, I couldn't live with myself if I knew he just killed himself. Hmm. So, what do the rest of you think we should do? Um, I'm still trying to decipher 
the clues in the message and trying to figure out what to do. The only one that seems to stick out to me is the two pits along the wall will be found to leave to a fortuitous fall. So check the wall. Yeah, the keys and yeah, the two pits is what's standing out to me as well. And I'm trying to figure that part out. Because that chest was in the wall and right next to it were the only place that I found two trap doors right next to each other. So perhaps the chest is a key. Because it says if you find the false, you find the true. And it does say beware of trembling hands and what will maul. And when I open that chest without a key, got stuck in the hand with a needle. And it almost poisoned me. So perhaps instead of opening the chest, what do you think would happen if we just picked it up? You want to try and tear the chest out of the wall? Well, perhaps there's a key that's hidden either in that wall or in the chest somewhere. The only thing I found in the chest was the rod that would have released the traps. Well, maybe there's a false bottom in the chest. Does anybody else get the sinking feeling the king sent us here to our deaths? I mean, I think we kind of knew that that was a possibility, considering we were sent to find the team we were pretty sure already died. Yeah, I wanted the same thing, because he didn't pay us up front. Alright, so we can either head back and abandon Bo, and try to figure out whatever the hell is going on with that chest or we walk through the fucking archway that's basically our options because I'm not really feeling climbing into devil's mouth I'd rather not go on some suicide Shen does say Go back to the Tormentor through the arch, and the second great hall you will discover. Well, what's the Tormentor? I believe the Devil's a Tormentor. That would make sense to me. Barnaby, stop licking the floor. Stand up. No, but there's no spider webs here! No nutritional value. If you're oh, hungry, eat a ration. Okay. Uh, it's fruit again, isn't it? No, I actually packed turkey for you this time. Ah! It's deer, venison. Mm. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but, you know, we just kind of left Bo in wherever the hell she went, so. Uh, you know, I'm getting a little worried. I believe last time I heard she had lost her sheep. Oh, God. And went cartwheeling through an archway. So, I mean, what, what, one of us has already gone through there. So, 
in a in a, in a rare moment of lucidity here, we we, we may want to kind of you know go after her. At this point, it's been a couple of minutes since she went back, or since she went through the archway. And by a couple, I mean probably like three or four. Oh, Bo's dead. So, what do you want to do? Come, oh wise pachyderm. What what is your suggestion? Well, it... I feel like if we go back to the thing and we... I fuck around with the rod in the chest and it unlocks things we fall and probably end up somewhere possibly quite the exact same place Bo is right now you know I had a thought and I know it's rare but I had a thought you mentioned rope and that the chest has a, a rod in it to open trap doors true and you saw where the trapdoors are. Mm-hmm. Could we tie a rope around chest and then pull chest while not standing on trapdoors and then just kind of peek down, see if there's something down there? We could. Are we sure we want to abandon Bo? Not, not really. I mean, she's, she's fun to watch, you know? Kind of brightens, brightens the day when we don't have much else to smile about. We've known her for a few years now. What if we split up? Two people stay here and two people go back. I never like splitting a party. I don't either, but I think it's the best way to not abandon Bo completely in case think, she does come back. I think going after Bo is probably our best option. Yeah, Bo, Bo kind of already chose a, a path, so... I mean, if everyone's on board, Eden and... Uh, maybe we should just follow Bo through the creepy archway. Yeah, she's made stupid. So. She's made stupid decisions that have worked out for us in the past. You have a point. Nice. All right. Eli will take a deep breath and go through the archway. I will follow with my hand on my fucking sword. I will follow with my tongue sticking out. <laughs> Give me one moment here. I am currently messaging Bo to find out what Bo is doing in these few minutes of conversation. Dying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Potentially. We just get Who there, knows? there's a pile of bones, we're just like, fuck. Uh, uh, bones. Bones. I'm gonna pick them up, put them on a string so they jingle. I know, uh, I know a stone giant who would appreciate these. Mm. I had to give my last bone necklace up. I'm All just right. gonna, like, kind of sigh and I'll be following kind of close behind you guys, but holding onto my bow with an arrow at the ready. Um, bow, if you take a look, I am You're there. You see? Yep. Okay, cool. Oh. Hmm. Alright, and you all 
confidently march forward through the archway one by one confidently that's funny different in different uh fashion with your weapons you find yourselves in a small room the small room holds what appears to be a statue of a gargoyle eight feet tall with four arms one of the arms is broken off and lies on the floor in front of the statue and it looks something like this I like that when you do that, it like pulls it up automatically. Yeah. yeah. That's nice. That's a sick gargoyle. It looks a little something like that. It kind of kind of looks like dad. Not quite like that, but exactly like that. Yeah, it does kind of look like father, except with, you know, the wings and the extra arms. But yeah, kind of got the um, horns, right? Yeah, when, when he was kicking the shit out of us all the time, you know, it kind of looked like that. Reminds me a lot. I imagine he did look like that to you, but you are considerably smaller. Uh, to the southeast, there you can see that the edge of the room uh, seems to have almost a tunnel to it, and it leads further east. Though you, oh, you feel oh, are like you in you, here? You feel like you've moved further than you did that makes sense. When you walk through the archway, you feel like you're further now than you were when you stepped into the archway. Okay. How high is the ceiling in this uh, room? The ceiling here would be about 20 feet as well. Okay. Jesus. So, uh, you called out to Bo, Balthus? Yeah. Bo, you would have heard that. Uh, you know that you came out of <clears throat> the uh, yellow circle in the wall that's uh, just within your reach. You came out of that hole and down into the hall that you are currently in. And you heard the voice come through that circle. I'm going to yell into the circle. Just take a few steps forward. You'll get where I am. And you all very clearly heard that as well. Well, she's alive. Always a plus. Alright, let's um, follow the path. Probably don't touch the giant gargoyle statue. I don't I don't trust that. Definitely don't lick it. Yeah, Barnaby, no licking. I was gonna! Just making sure. I'm not uh, gonna lick it. How's your venison jerky? You feel it's... a little better? That's just a little better. I was getting a little angry. I'm sorry if I snapped at you. No, it's it's fine. Trust me, you're 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 fine. Okay. I will step forward, following Bo's voice. All right. I am going to, as you guys <clears throat> make it to the edge of your vision, let me know, and I can move you into the next area. Uh, well, I'm gonna follow we as well. See then. Oh shit. You need to turn off my control for um, Heather and Ethan's characters because I can see their shit. Okay, cool. <gasps> I want to see it. No. <laughs> Thank you for letting me know. Yep. Whoops, that's not the right one. Ah! I went way too far. Oh, hello there. 
back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you guys if you guys move east from where you're currently standing through er, like a few tiles or squares rather through the shadow, use your arrow keys. You'll uh you'll find yourself in the hall. One more. There you go. Heather's out. Okay. John's out. I was already in there at one point. I was like, that's too far. (laughs) All right. Real quick, I'm going to refresh my page. Did you take my controls off? Yes, I took your controls. I'm going to refresh my page real quick because I could still see Ethan. Well, that's because I'm dumb. So I'm just reloading the page. Yep. That's because I'm dumb and I forgot to click the nice thing that says right here, save changes. Ah, yes. Mm, You see, that makes the world a difference, kids. All right. Good. Thank you. Wait, was that all Tupac had to do? Didn't even have to make the song changes. All he had to do was hit save changes. Yeah, that's that's literally all he had to do. It's wild. (laughs) All right. You guys find yourselves in an extremely long hallway, a long corridor. Uh, You guys look along the sides of the walls and see that you have human and human-like creatures very similarly uh, designed and painted as the original area, excuse me, two seconds here, as the original hallway that you entered through. Uh, Each one of these human and human-like creatures seems to be posing with a sphere of different colors. As you guys emerged into this hall and turned around to look, you noticed that there was a gold, or the one that you emerged from was gold and seemed to be held over the creature's head. Going down the hallway, and I'll make this, if you guys want to know what the colors are again, I will read them through, but I'm going to read north to south on the west side and then the east side of the wall. First one you emerged from was gold with it held overhead. Then orange held at waist height, and then there seems to be a door. And then bronze held at waist height, gray held at about shoulder level. Excuse me, I I seem to have skipped one. Orange held at waist height, and then a door. Purple at about foot level, and then a door. Bronze held at waist height, gray held at shoulder. A gap, a bright blue at about foot level. White held overhead. Scarlet held about weight height or waist height, and then a pale green at the far south of the west wall at about foot high. On the east wall, there seems to be a pale blue held at shoulder level, a silver held at foot level that Barnaby and Eden are standing next to, a, a blank space in the wall, a green held overhead, Yellow held at shoulder height, pink held overhead, black at about foot level, a pale violet held at about shoulder height, another gap in the wall, red held at waist height, an orange color held at foot height, another blank in the wall, and an indigo blue at the south side of the west wall held overhead I can read those colors to you again at any time or as you move down the hallway you can see them on the map there hey Bo hey I told you that you just had to press him like that he's lying I said we keep going with green 
I, I really don't think we should keep going with green. Well, we're safe so far. Yes, you survived the mystical portal doorway thing, but I really don't want to push our luck. Eden, you hear Barnaby, like, muttering something repeatedly to himself. And besides, like, the little lights, is there anything else on the walls? Um, besides the orbs, there are human and human creature uh, combinations similar to what you saw in the uh, original hallway with the red mosaic tiling. So there would be human dog, uh, ape human, pig human, uh, etc., as well as human figures painted along the walls. They're holding these, uh, that are painted in such a way to appear to hold these circles. Um, these are just like circles? Like yeah, they, they seem to they... be circle, like orbs uh, painted on the wall. Um, Barnaby, go ahead and make me a perception check real quick. Okay. That is a 26 perception. The orb that you came through on the wall, you can still see it, but it looks fainter because you know that there's a hole on the other side. Like, it's an illusion on the wall. But because you passed through it, you know that it was not solid. Hey, uh, Balthus, I think this is one of them, uh, portals. Did I say that right? Portal? Por portals, yeah. I, look, you can kind of see it. It's like, it's where we came from. Yeah, we came through... That... That's a portal? Are you I, sure? I, I mean... The, fuck if I know, but... That's kind of like the, the, the feeling I'm getting. Well, damn, look at you thinking. Don't hurt yourself. Balthus, as he points out to you... Uh, you can also see that it is faint. Um, it, it is fainter now that you know that it's not physically painted on something. Now that I recognize that, can I see if any of the other painted ones look slightly fainter? Um, go ahead and... Um, would you like to like look into all of them, or would you like to look into one in particular? Or Sorry. Uh, no, I just kind of want to like, glance around the room and see if I recognize the same pattern of faintness. Okay. Uh, go ahead and make me an investigation roll. Investigation? Mm -hmm. That'll go well. Oh, not bad. 18. Um, from where you stand, none of the ones that you can see appear to be fainter. Okay. Can I actually walk to the wall uh, to my east and kind of investigate that? Because something in the uh, message kind of stood out to me. Mm-hmm, absolutely. So, do you want me to roll? Go ahead and make me a perception roll. Perception. Uh, eleven. This to you appears to be a wall. Oof. And you can tell that it appears to be a wall to you because it looks remarkably similar to a wall. Whoa! Remarkable. If you put this next to a wall, 
you'd have a hard time differentiating which you know, one expect, was a wall. I expect this kind of condescension on a natural one, but come on, dude. <laughs> uh, no, it, it appears it appears to be a, uh, like a, a solid wall to you. Right. From from the way you're looking at it, uh, it just appears to be a wall. Okay. Which one of these uh, things is scarlet? Which one is scarlet? Indeed. Um, as you make your way further down the hall, uh, the second to last one along the west wall is a scarlet color. That one right there that I'm in front of? No, sir. Yes. You'd have you'd have to continue oh, even, even further. I okay. can ping it out for you. It would be yeah. this one here. Jesus, a long haul. I told you it was a very long haul. That one. Eli, do you have a, a magical ring or something? <clears throat> Not a magical ring, but I know a little bit about magic. Yeah, but something... Something in the message. If shades of red stand for blood, the wise will not need sacrifice aught but a loop of magical metal you're well along your march. It makes me think that red wants a sacrifice, but not a blood, but a ring of magical metal. And marriage I... is a sacrifice. Well, everyone knows that marriage is a sacrifice. That's why I'm not <laughs> married. So as you guys approached this wall and are having this conversation, um, Balthus over Eli's shoulder and Eli as you're approaching this uh, circle, there was an arch or there is an archway that you can see along the south wall of this room. Similar to the one in the previous hall that you just came from. Okay. Uh, I want to look at the paintings around the scarlet one. Okay. Uh, go ahead and make me a intel or a uh, investigation roll. Six. From where you stand and the ones you can see, they all appear to be paintings. Uh, is there anything in particular about the paintings that's interesting? Or um, the the one the scarlet one strikes you as a little bizarre as it's a frog human. And from the way you look at it, you you can tell that it's a frog human based on the coloring, but the head, because all it, it's been a more uh, of the heads being changed than it has been of like the body themselves being changed. Like the head the almost looks Egyptian like that of a toad. Yeah, so, exactly, like, like Anubis and the Egyptian gods. Um, yeah. The color is that of a frog, but the head looks more like a toad. But other than that, nothing nothing stands out. Eli, what do you think Knight's good color would be? I was thinking about that. I mean, the normal color of Knight is obviously black. Yes, but aren't there like blues and purples in there sometimes? Kind of. Maybe like a bright white, but I don't really see any of those. But green hasn't led us wrong yet. <laughs> we were told to stay away from green, and if you remember, green didn't work the first time. I don't know about you, but having the option of all these, uh, presumably portal things, 
sounds like doing pretty damn good to me. Like we're, we're in the 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 brain of it, the control center. Yeah. So I think it, I think he's lying about green. Yeah, but think about it this way: when you did the original green, nothing happened. You had to press the other stone. Well, yeah, because there was three stones. There was two to make green and one to enter. But when you press that other one, it changed the color from green. Green and orange makes what? I'm actually asking. I have no idea. My best guess would be shit's brown. And no, actually, no, kind of looks right. like you're right. Kind of, kind of looks like what Barnaby dropped the other day after he ate some bad plants. Hmm. I did see a shit brown. Did you guys? Not that I can see. I vote green. I will always vote green. green. If you want to vote green, go right ahead. Touch the green thing. Right. Watch what happens. Fine. Fine. I, I, I hit the green thing. What green thing are you referring to? Isn't there a green portal? Uh, there are multiple green orbs. I hit the one closest. This one here? Yes. Okay. Uh, if you'd like to step over to it. Uh, so you reach up as it's held overhead, and you have to reach up above your head to touch it. Uh, I'm a, do you do it forcefully? Do you do it gently? You just kind of slam your hand against the wall. How would you like to do that? Pretty gently. I'm just going to reach into it. Okay, so you reach up and try to, like, touch it. And as you do, nothing happens. You reach up and touch the painting of the green orb and it feels incredibly smooth but that's all well either these are one way or I'm not dead so green is still technically good Bo, Eli I'm starting to understand your headaches yeah so uh DM what color is the orb directly to my um east south southeast this one here? Yes. What would you quantify that as? Um, black. That is a black orb at about foot height. At about a foot high? At, yeah, it's about at your feet. Like, it's it's about knee, like top of its knee level, bottom of its like your ankle. It looks like the the jackal-headed human, almost looking like Anubis again, uh, is like palming it almost like a basketball and holding it there low at his at his uh, shin high. I, I want to kneel down and touch it. Okay. You'd like to touch the black orb that Anubis is holding. Absolutely. It, we can totally says, do this. It says, Knight's good color is for those of great valor, and I'm a fucking pompous barbarian. So Alright, yeah. go ahead. So how would you like to touch this? Would you like to just shove your hand in it? Full force barbarian, grab it, twist it. No, no, I'm, I'm more cautious than that. I will, it. I'll basically take a knee, put one hand on the handle of my sword, and then the other hand kind of reach down and just kind of place my hand on it. Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll me. How do I want to do this? It's nice playing with you guys. <laughs> roll me a con save. Con save? <laughs> Before I do anything like that, hold on. 
Well, just go ahead and roll me a con save. No, I have to look to see certain things. No, I'm not okay. raging, so it doesn't count. Oh, of all the numbers. Is it a net one? Yeah. Alright, cool. So you reach you take you take your knee and hand on sword. I'm assuming you're you're reaching uh, left handed on hilt, right hand to the orb. Yeah. And as your hand makes contact, you feel a slight breeze and you go to touch the orb. And it's false. It's an illusion. And it becomes faint. That's what we call a red herring to keep you on your toes, Robin. I fucking hate you. I fucking hate you. Dude, Zinner's not ones are brutal. Eli. You feel a slight breeze come through the illusion and it becomes faint with that. Eli, remember the thing in the in the note? It said if you find the false, you find the true. Mm-hmm. And in the column columned hall, you'll come. Do, do yeah. you want to walk through illusion? It's not real, see? And I kind of stick my foot through it real quick and like in and out. Yeah, and your foot passes cleanly through it. Yeah, I'm, I'm just towing this bitch. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Eden, you're awfully quiet. What are you doing back there? I know Barnaby's fur is nice and soft and such, but... What are you doing? That's not a carpet I admire. I was looking at the colored orbs. What's wrong with my carpet? Doesn't match the drapes. I was about to say it with your accent. <laughs> Does it match the drapes? There you go. No. They clash too much. Man. One day, Barnaby. I'll find you a woman. Well, she has to put up with uh, him licking random floors. But at least the floors will always be clean. See, she's got the right spirit. Why don't you, you know... No? No. Alright, and on that, I'm gonna walk through the fucking illusory wall. Oh, shit! Um, more accurately, you'll have to drop down and crawl through it. That's fine. Uh, so, I will move you to the other side of that. Cool. And there you are. Oh. So you all see... Lighting's weird. It, it, it is. It's it's the weird way that it falls on the tiles here. That's, that's fine. Uh, so you guys all that. see Balthus, uh, take it, or get down on all fours, or kind of crouch down and hunker through the, uh, the wall, and you see him pass through. You hear the light scraping of my horns on the ceiling of this tiny tunnel. Barnaby, would you like to go first? I don't even say anything. I just immediately scuttle in there. And I'll follow him. I'll just follow behind you guys as well. Step forward as people appear from the (laughs) crawlway. And hold there. Bo, they all entered through this through this hole here. I don't know if you can still see them. If you'd like, I can move you in the tunnel. I want to open this door. Okay. Is it green? No. <laughs> it better be green! Uh, so you just reach, or reach up and open the door? Yep. 
All right. Oh, what is your AC? Hmm. 14. Okay. Uh, you reach up, grab the door handle, and begin to pull it open. And in an instant, the door throws itself open, and you are met with the business end of a spear and take 11 points of piercing damage as a spear fires out and strikes you. As the door is open, you can see that there is a mechanism built into the wall that fired the spear out with several other slots. Do we hear this from where we're at? Um, so from about where you guys are here er, are sitting, you would hear a light creaking followed by almost a mechanical shot and probably the pained sound of Bo getting struck with a spear. Unless Bo takes that like a champ silently. <laughs> Which, that's a pretty heavy hit to it's, take like a champ on the chin. And it's just like a hallway with a fucking spear gun. Yeah, it's 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 not even a hallway. You can see that about a foot behind the door is a wall with slots cut out of it, and through one of the slots, a spear come came out and tagged you. So there's nowhere to even move, like into the door. Uh, I'm gonna open the other door with mage hand while I'm out of potential firing range. All right, so you're gonna stand about there and open the open the door. Yeah, with mage what's hand. the bow doing? All right, so. <laughs> Your mage hand reaches out and grabs the door and begins to pull on it. And it's a fairly heavy door, but your mage hand can pull it. And it starts opening, and it throws itself open, and another spear goes... And slams into the wall across the hall and clatters to the floor. And you can also see several slots in the... Or from where you're standing, you also see several slots uh, as well. spear gun doors? It would appear that way. Damn, Okay. Then I'll follow them through the uh, the crouching tunnel. All right. Oh, what the fuck were you doing out there? Just checking the doors. And how, how did, did that you turn find? out for you? They were spear guns. Yeah, <laughs> look, there's blood. And do you guys all progress down the hall or down the corridor? Yeah, we do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm going uh, to move you into this next zone. Go because the way it pads. So I believe... Stop fucking moving, you jag off. <laughs> I'm going to slap each and every one of you all. I'm going to put you guys back into... Actually, I believe it was like this uh, for order as you guys all came through. So we'll put you all there. And you guys came from east moving west at this point. Break time, anyone? Uh, Very, very soon. Like a couple more minutes, tops. I gotta take dumpies! Let's hold it in. No, no, there's a voice in my head. It's disjointed from my body. I don't need to take dumpies, but something's saying I gotta take dumpies. <sighs> Quiet the voices, Barnaby. So it isn't you need to, it's that you're being told. What? Are we sure he's not a warlock? At this point, I don't know what he is. Are you coming or not? Yeah, I got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. 
it's hold there. Uh, Balith is hold there. Yep. And you guys can keep progressing. Up until you get to Balithus. Let's hold the dumpies. We'll find you a hole soon enough. I mean, I can just go in a corner, right? The, the, the very tight corridor. We don't want Elephant Man stepping into again. Oh, you went too far. I got you. We'll stack you right there. Alright, so you guys are met at the end of a tunnel. At a rock wall. I would like you all to roll perception checks. 21! 7. 23. Okay. Holy shit, that's a bad roll for you. I was going to say, how'd you roll below a 30? I got 24. 17. Alright. You guys want to listen to Skill Monkey? Yeah. Barnaby, with you being a little bit closer than Eli, you can see it a little bit better uh, that this is actually a false wall, uh, a false stone wall. Uh, the way that your your sword actually illuminates the tunnel makes it easy for you to determine that this can be moved uh, to the side. And it, you believe it would open up. Hey, remember when we uh, used to play hide and seek and you used to like be in the bush and I said, hey, you're in the bush. And you said, no, I'm not in the bush. And I said, yeah, I can see you. Yeah. I, I can kind of see through uh, this this area right in here. And I like use my, my rapier to kind of like do a circle. Okay. What would you like us to do about it? I, I, I don't think Is... it's real. It's. I don't think it's a real wall. Well, then go ahead and test it. All I see is a fucking wall. Okay! And I, like, poke at the perceived false wall. Um, you... Your rapier does hit it, um, but you believe that it would roll out of the way if you were to push on it. Okay. So I'll I'll see that. I'll have, uh, Balthus hold my rapier, and I will, uh, use my big, big, hairy bear arms to uh, try to uh, shift the wall. And with those big, hairy bear arms, uh, I'm not even going to have you roll uh, perception, or no, excuse me, not perception, but a a strength check on that. The wall is moved, and it reveals to you an area up ahead that you guys can see and move into. Ooh. Still pitch black, right? Yes, but you have light with your rapier. Yep. And once you all move in, you guys can see before you a large room with some pews in it, and we will take our break at this point. All right, and welcome back to Night Owl Nerds with our one-shot of Tomb of Horrors. You all find yourselves in this large room. What you see is obviously some form of a temple area. There are scenes of normal life painted on the walls, but the people have rotting flesh, skeletal hands, worms eating them, and so forth. Yet also, there are depicted 
excuse me, yet there are also depicted various religious symbols of good alignment. There's a mosaic path leading between four rows of wooden pews that face the worship area. In front of the pews, a wooden railing divides the room. South of it is an altar in front of a tiered dais on which sits a wooden chair. Right. Oh, the paintings on the wall are of decaying people? Correct. They're of, uh, of people with rotting flesh, skeletal hands, and ha- seem to have worms and maggots eating them. As you, er, as you approach uh, or move forward, further into the uh, room, the chair, you can tell that the chair is nicely carved and padded, but seems unremarkable. On either side of the dais are large, freestanding brass uh, candelabras, each holding five white candles. In each corner of the southern wall is a large white pottery urn stoppered with a brass and wood plug. Sprawled out on the floor near the west wall is a human skeleton in black chainmail that is badly rusted and damaged. The skeleton's outstretched arm points to a stone archway set in the wall. The opening is filled with an opaque, bright orange vapor. I'm going to look at the body on the floor. All right. And see if I can't find a cause of death, maybe. Okay. <clears throat> if you'd like to approach that, you may. Is there... Are these... uh? Uh, benches, rows of seats do they go all the way to the ground or is there like air beneath them um they they seem to set onto the ground uh, like a normal set of, or like a, like a set of pews would uh, in real or in, in our world uh, with different points where they make contact with the ground but there are uh, openings occasionally in them but more contact with the ground than not okay so you couldn't be hiding under the pews no okay good all right um and for you eden uh go ahead and roll me an investigation okay i got 19 all right. Um, with the current state of the body, um, you can t- you, you can tell initially by looking at it that the chainmail is severely rusted and damaged uh, to the point that you're surprised that it's even holding itself together under its own weight with how badly it's rusted and damaged and falling apart. Um, the body is is. Virtually at this point, a skeleton and nothing but charred remains. Um, one one might assume that it died, or that the person died from charring. Although the body could have easily, or the person could have easily been killed by something else and then burnt afterwards. But there's not a whole lot you can discern or discern from the state of the skeleton, and uh, clearly it was a or the body had or the person had perished a while ago with the state of the chain mail on it okay i found an archway guys i don't know where it leads to though i'm gonna go take a look at the chair i'll wander closer to uh eden 
in the archway. All right. Um, as you go ahead and roll me an investigation on the chair. Oh, that's not horrible. Fourteen. All right. Give me one moment here. Give me just one second here. I think there's something that I'm missing. Yeah, there's something that I'm missing here. I apologize. Okay. Um, so... I'm sorry, the number one more time on that investigation? <laughs> 14. Okay, excellent. Um, with a 14, you can tell that it, it's a it's a very solid looking chair and it's actually in great shape for being in this uh in the tomb um very very lightly worn if at all um but otherwise it seems unremarkable to you okay i will leave the chair so as I look at this archway, do I notice anything about it similar to the last archway we passed through? Protruding stones, glowy stones, dumpies, anything? Um. As you get close to the archway, um, none of the stones of the arch glow at all, actually. But yet inside, it is filled with the opaque orange vapor. Someone Grab just drew a circle. I saw that. Can I grab a candelabra and poke the vapor? Um. Sure. So you'd like to take the whole candelabra and poke it into the vapor? Yeah, but like 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 a pike. Okay. Um. <laughs> as you pick up the candelabra, uh, a couple of the Actually, rather, all of the candles fall off of it and clatter to the floor. And you go and stick the end of the candelabra into the vapor. Do you retract it? Nothing happens? Uh, if you retract it, yes. You see that nothing changes. Well, until something happens, I'm going to keep pushing it forward. Okay. Um, as you keep pushing it forward, nothing continues to happen. Hmm. Standard Explorer's back, right? Correct. Which means I have a tinder box and a torch. Correct. Can I light one of my torches? Absolutely. And use it to light the candles on the remaining candelabra? Absolutely. <laughs> We can absolutely do that. Oh, blinky blink. And there you are. Cool. I'll move myself over there because I just did that. The candles that fell off the candelabra, how big are they? Um, They look to be uh, candles that are maybe uh, 10 inches in length, and they're fairly narrow candles. Okay, I'm going to grab one, mm -hmm. and I'm going to walk up to the archway. Mm -hmm. and I'm going to stick the very end of the candle into the archway and then pull it back uh, you stick the 
long white candle into the archway wick first? Yep. Okay. And as you retract it, you find yourself holding a long white candle. Not lit. It looks completely intact. I'm going to drop the candle. Okay. And I'm going to stick the very tip of my finger into it. And then pull it back. Okay. Uh, As you stick the tip of your finger into the archway, and I'm assuming touching the vapors at that point. Okay. Um, You pull your hand back and don't feel anything. Not that you can't feel, but nothing feels like it has changed at all. In fact, the vapors had no feeling to them when you touched them. I'm thinking we might just be able to walk through this. I'm thinking the same thing. On here, we might be able to. I will walk through it. Alright. You walk into the portal, and please move yourself into the portal. Consider me moved. Alright. And you both go through at the same time? Yep. Yeah, sure, why not? Alright, so you both find yourselves... All three of you now find yourselves in this room together. Um, As you take a look at one another, you barely recognize each other. Please, everyone that entered the portal, reverse your sex and your alignment. So if you were female, please make yourself male. If you were male, please make yourself female. If you were good, make yourself evil. If you were lawful, make yourself chaotic. What if you You were neutral? Then you stay neutral. Oh, okay. No, now you're unneutral. Yeah. Now you're extremely opinionated. Holy shit. (laughs) I'm now... I'm... I'm a clown that's chaotic evil. And I'm now a man. I am now a guy. Do female loxodon have breasts? (laughs) 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 That's the question to ask. They do, and your tusks are now shorter. They're like, ah. Would you guys care to exit the room? Well, what's in the room? Just you guys, at this point. Like, but can I keep walking further into the room? No. It is a 10-foot by 10-foot room. You guys are very closely uh, packed in there. And there are orange vapors. Would you like to pass back through them? Yeah. Yeah, I'll go back. You guys find yourself again in the temple area. Still with reverse sex and reversed alignment. Ah! What? What? Who the fuck are you people? I, like, pull out my twin rapiers. I've got my hand on my sword. It takes you a moment, but you do recognize barely your party members in their 
ill-fitting clothing, and they appear to have swapped sexes. And that is all you can discern visually. What the fuck? I guess I'm Ellie now? Ellie, your tits <laughs> are huge. <laughs> are they? And oh, would you look at that? Your tusks are tiny. Uh-huh. I feel like your trunk got shorter, too. And nope, that's still the same. But I lost this one down here completely. Ethan, what a disappointment. <laughs> Ethan, that just, ah, oh, that, mm. All right, Barnaby, I guess Ethan is not going to be your wife now. Unless, are you, are you into this? Ah! I mean, may- maybe, let's, let's give it some time. I mean, you know, it might be a little, uh, a little more, uh, things we gotta figure out, I suppose. Good to know. Maybe I need to get to know him. Alright. Well, don't walk through orange fog. I am. I mean, could it hurt? He might have better luck. I can't get over the voice. (laughs) I'm I'm gonna cast Minor Illusion, walk back through the fog, look at Barnaby and say, Hey, ya, Barnaby, you want a balloon? (laughs) So you walk back into the fog? Yeah. All right. You die. Not quite. <laughs> Not yet. I'm sorry. I I am. You catch a lethal dose of micro penis. I don't even get my funny Pennywise joke. Damn. Actually, one second. Okay. Okay, we're fine. You take three points of psychic damage as you enter the fog. And as you enter, you feel your brain hurt. And it's a a piercing pain. But your thoughts come back. Please reverse your alignment back to what it was originally. It's the alignment. Still a dude. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Paul, are you alive in there? I'm not coming in after you. I don't want tits. It's Biff now. Biff, fine. Biff, okay, you're alive. Come back out here. I want to step out. You know, they're actually kind of nice. You can play with them whenever you want. I don't want them. You? (laughs) What? What did you just say to me? Oh no, you can't, but I can play with them whenever I want, which was all I wanted back when I was in my other form. What the f- <laughs> You got Man, this place is getting really fucking community. scary. Don't oh like my god, this. this is great. This is great. So I'm oh. gonna start picking the candles up off the floor and the mm-hmm. dropped candelabra. I'm gonna set it up where it used to be and I'm gonna light that one as well. Alright. I'm gonna point at a Both Eli's crotch and be say, no balls, no balls. All right. Well, I didn't have balls before, but now I, I I do now, and this is a little weird. Come on, Heather. Man voice. Drop it. Hold on. Drop it. <laughs> 
I can't do a guy's voice. <laughs> and you walk over towards the altar? I would like to take a closer uh, look at this. Before he does that, oh, I need altar. now Biff Jingle to make me a constitution saving throw. Oh god. What? Do I have a tough name like Biff? Do I get any bonuses? No. I guess I'm Ed now instead of Eden. Ed? God. It's either it's... I'm Ed or I'm Den. It's me, Ed. Thir 13. <laughs> yeah, you needed an 18. Okay. To what? You take 13 points of cold damage and your next uh, before the end of your next turn your next uh, weapon attack has disadvantage as I cast frostbite in, on you for making fun of me for not having any balls my alignment's evil now Jesus Christ you gave me nothing to <laughs> damage with Robin I have no damage spells. Oh, you don't? What a, what a shame. <laughs> Fucking clown. I use Thunder Wave at 7th level if I have to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear God. It's going to collapse the tomb on top of us. <clears throat> All right. <clears throat> so as that's happening, this uh, you said you'd like to take a look at the altar? Yes, I would like to take a look at the altar. Right. So as you take a closer look at the altar, you can actually see, with the candles glowing, that the altar is, or the the candles illuminating, that the altar itself also glows, with like an with almost an opalescent blue coming from the inside of it. You can also see a slight shimmer, on top of the altar. Can I make out the shape of the shimmer, or is it like just like the surface of the altar is shimmering? Two seconds here. I'm just gonna take a peek at something on your sheet. Mm. Um, you can see that the shimmer is in a circular shape, um, about the size of a ring in the center of the altar. Yeah, about that. Like the size of a like a finger ring. Yes. It looks like, it looks almost as if there was a ring sitting there, and like the light of the candles and the way that the flames flicker is illuminating, it, or like bouncing off and reflecting something, but as you're looking at it, you don't see a physical ring there. Yeah, yeah, it's a ghostly image kind of thing. Um, can I go over to the corpse and see if I can find a ring on his body? Roll me an investigation check. That goes so. Hey, a nineteen. Uh, you do not see a ring on his body Damn. at all, besides the rings of the chainmail. But yeah, no, but that's not no what ring. I'm looking for. Yeah. And you said those were near crumbling. Correct. All right. In fact, if you were to prod it, you believe that it uh, would fall probably apart. shatter. Yeah. All right. Um. I'm going to start kind of like wandering the room and seeing if I can find like a ring hanging out on the floor somewhere. Okay. Just assume uh -huh. I'm wandering like between the pews looking underneath. I'm going to take my time doing this. Okay. Hey, bro, um, what the hell are you doing? Roll me a perception check. 
I'm looking for a ring. Hey, a 19 again. Um, you actually see, as you're kind of walking the pews, um, that all of the pews have hinges, like, on the bench seat, but you realize that the, uh, as you moved back in the rows, the the hinges on the front row were bigger than the, fuck, it hit my mic and I can hear the feedback, I hate it, (laughs) I can tap it and it's so loud. (laughs) <laughs> um, but they're bigger and beefier than the hinges on the rows 2, 3, and 4 heading uh, from the front to the back. There's hinges on them? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're like... bench seat uh, they're bench seat pews, so they kind of come down, and there are like a, a few spots underneath the pews where there's an opening, but otherwise it's like a solid bench seat at the bottom, and the seats fold, or look like they would fold up, and they're like all right, can I start, like, pulling those open? Which ones would you like to start with? I would like to start with the beefier hinges at the front. Okay. Nice knowing you guys. <laughs> As I get sucked into a pew. <laughs> oh, maybe. <laughs> what are you doing? Everyone, please roll initiative. Oh, jeez. Well, what the fuck? Oh, hey, I get an advantage on that. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Not that it did me any good. <laughs> Can hell. Can't be worse than mine. I got uh, eight. All right. Uh, Barnaby, your initiative. Uh, 21. Oh, Jingles? Oh, Jingles? Biff, Biff. Jingles? Biff. Your yep. initiative? He died. 19. 19. Gone. Uh... Balthus? Nine. Uh, Ed? Eight. And Ellie? Five. All right. <clears throat> Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Balthus, as you lift up the pew in the first row, um, Jesus, I'm sorry. apologize for nothing. I was right. There is something under the pew. Tell me. You open up the pew and you are greeted with a set of tubes, a row that lines the entirety of the bench underneath of tubes and they look like they are made of brass. And in a moment you start feeling them spray a noxious gas directly into your face. What fun. And it starts filling the chamber that you guys are in. Barnaby, it is your initiative, sir. Ah! What would you like to do? Oh, oh shit! Ah! And he, he, he lifted it, right? Correct. Okay, so I, I rush over, and in my impulse, I try to close it. So it's this one here, actually. Oh, my B. This guy. Okay. Um. Go ahead and make me a strength check. You got it. That is a... uh, With my proficiency or just d20 in my strength mod? Um. You can use either a strength roll or an athletics roll for this. 
either straight strength or athletics, if you have proficiency in athletics. Sure. Uh, 14. All right. Um, You try as you might to shove this pew lid down, and there is a lot of resistance to it. Okay. And you cannot move it. Okay. So yeah, that's my move and action. All right, Bo Jingles. At this point, you see this noxious gas starting to emit from the pew. I do. Um, I am going to cast reverse gravity. Okay. And what does that do? Well, everything in a 50-foot radius, 100-foot high cylinder, centered on a point within range, all creatures and objects that aren't anchored to the ground uh, fall upward. It just It's literally just a reverse the gravity. Okay, and where are you centering this? Um, say right here. Okay. So you're centering it on the pew? Yep. Like the middle of the pew? Yeah. Okay. Um. Absolutely. Give me one moment here while I make that happen. What have you done? All right. So everybody within this circle um if you are not anchored uh you start falling upwards great how high is the ceiling it's a very fucking good question did not think this would happen (laughs) i do not know i should have been prepared for something like this i wasn't i certainly wasn't either (laughs) clearly how long does this last for one minute. Excellent. Um, the ceiling... Not say it how fucking tall the ceiling is. So I'm going to say the ceiling is probably about 40 feet high. It's probably about double what it what has been in oh, this area. That's a 40 foot fall, you fuckwad. So you all begin falling 40 feet upwards. Uh, okay. Let me refresh my memory on how fall damage works. D6 for every 10 feet, I believe. Is there... Is there anything I can do to cast two spells in one turn? Only if one's a bonus action. Uh, does a reaction work as a bonus action? No. What reaction. if it's a reaction to beginning to fall? Reaction has to happen when it's not your turn. Could I hypothetically oh. do it on the next person's turn? Use my reaction to cast a spell? Are you a warcaster? I mean, I have a reaction-based spell. Um, 
So if a turn takes six seconds and you can fall 500 feet per round or 83 feet per second, you'd be at the ceiling within your action. Like, you cast the spell, you all start falling upwards and hit the ceiling within a second. I cannot use my reaction. Probably not. Um... Would you like to end your turn? Yeah, I guess. I can't cast Feather Falling, so... Alright! Um... Balthus, you've opened the pew. You've been sprayed in the face with noxious fumes. And in that moment, you now find yourself being lifted from the ground and smash into the ceiling. Great. As all of you do. Um... So let me roll that damage real quick for everybody. Um, that'll be 12 points of fall damage, like bludgeoning damage to everybody. 12 points? Yes, 12 points. And you are now all proned out on the ceiling. I use my but... reaction to cast Feather Fall now. All right, you have Feather Fall on yourself as you're proned out on the ceiling. Uh, are both of those concentration spells? Oh yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. So I can't I can't even cast Featherfall, can I? You can, you can if you want to fuck us. It. <laughs> It'll reduce the damage as we immediately fall down. <laughs> so... Let um, me get this straight. You're casting a feather fall on yourself. Um, no, I, I will not cast feather fall yet. Uh, okay, so feather everybody is not a concentration spell. Yeah. Oh no, it's a transmutation. Right. It, okay, yeah, it is. It, it lasts a minute. Doesn't determine concentration. Yeah, I know, but it's not. It is, it is not concentration. It just I'm lasts reading. a minute. It just is okay. So now we are feather falling nowhere because we're still stuck on the ceiling thanks to the reverse gravity. Can I retcon that feather fall? Would you not like to cast it? Or would you like to not cast it? So if it's the next person's turn, that means six seconds have passed. So I have 60 seconds of reverse gravity and or I have 54 seconds of reverse gravity and 60 of uh, feather fall. No, so um, an entire round is six seconds. Okay, then, yeah, I would like to not cast it. Okay. So, uh, Belthus, you're still proned out on the ceiling at this okay, point. Okay, then, um... So, I am going to... Hmm. I assume the pews are bolted to the floor, by the way? They are. They are anchored to the floor. Okay, cool. However... Uh, the candle and candelabras are also on the ceiling. I can live with the, that. The one that got caught in the in the uh, thing. Yeah. We can uh, live with that. When I got sprayed in the face with the noxious fumes, did I suffer any ill effects? No. I just got sprayed with a noxious fume. Yes. You have and not I'm... suffered any ill effects yet. I should say. Okay. Um, I'm going to go into a rage. Okay. Expend half my movement to stand up. Okay. 
<laughs> and I'm going to rush across the ceiling to Biff. Thank and take a fucking swing at him for sending us to the ceiling. Dyke. Jesus. Okay. You fucking moron. <laughs> what are you doing? And I'm going reckless. Okay. <laughs> Try and hit my 14 AC. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, how's a 29 do? Not 14. It's not 14? Okay. That's all I have to say about that. All right. Let me double check Here. something. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought there was going to be a TPK. Listeners, <laughs> I didn't think that it was going to be an inter-party TPK. <clears throat> Do your worst. I think he might do his best here. Now, are you swinging lethal? He's rage. I don't think he gets that option if he's raged. I am swinging Fresh lethal. Sleep. This fucker put me on the ceiling. Okay. And he's been fucking risky as shit with everything. So he takes... Says the barbarian? What's your intelligence stat out of curiosity? Twelve. Oh. You... You can't. <laughs> Who plays a barbarian that can think? You suck. Level 13, dumbass. You suck. Alright, hold on. You're making me lose my math here. I don't care. Math, math, math. Alright, so you take 18 points of slashing damage and 12 points of necrotic damage. Oh, that's. You can't even do damage. You're a shitty barbarian. Land a crit, you fuckwad. Now I'm gonna take another swing at you. Yeah, do it. But... Oh, dear. Before. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, dear. No, no, no. Before he takes that swing, wouldn't he have to roll a con save? A what? Oh, me? Yeah. To hold his spell so we're not falling to the ground instantaneously. Because I'm yeah. pretty sure that would make you roll with disadvantage on your second attack. <laughs> yeah, that's a DC 15 uh, concentration save. I failed. <laughs> All right! <laughs> so, here's how this happens. Balathus, standing up infuriated, makes a mad dash to uh, Biff Jingles and takes a mighty swing, landing it absolutely slashing deep into Biff Jingle's uh, lack of breasts, which rattles Biff Jingle's, and he can no longer focus on his uh, reverse gravity spell, and so it drops. Used to having that extra cushion. Yeah. That, it, the extra cushion might have saved you but the baggy clothes are not saving you here um, as you all begin plummeting 40 feet to the ground now's when you use your reaction <laughs> feather fall on everyone but a uh, bitch <laughs> okay. can I still try my second swing at him yeah uh, I'm gonna give you disadvantage on it Will that even out with the advantage from Reckless? Uh, are Didn't you proficient you... in baseball? 
Am I proficient in baseball? Yeah. I don't fucking know. Uh, fair enough. Uh, you're, you're pretty sighted in on him. I'll say... I mean, I'll take a flat roll. I mean, you're, you're fucking falling. Um, yeah, I'll give you a flat roll here. As you all begin plummeting to the ground. 30. Jesus. Fucking hell, you want this dude dead? For 12 points of slashing. Alright. Well, everyone but you lands on their feet totally fine. Fine, give me my fall damage. 20 points. 20? 20. Yes, sir. 20 points uh, of fall damage as you clatter to the floor. Neck first. And I look fine, except I'm pissed. Does that end your turn? Uh, yeah, I've expended all my movement in my attacks for now, so yeah. Okay. Uh, Eden, it is now your turn. The noxious gas is still coming out of the pews. Or out of the pew. It's Ed. Ed, I apologize. I thought that Eden was a uh, was a gender neutral name, but I apologize. Ed, it is your turn. I'm gonna... Can I do a divine intervention? With that... Let me look at what that does. I've actually it says, never had this happen. It says beginning at 10th level, you can call on your deity to intervene on your behalf when you are, when your need is great. Employing your deity's aid requires you to use your action. Describe the assistance you seek and roll percentile dice. If you roll a number equal to or lower than your cleric level, your deity intervenes. The DM chooses the nature of the intervention and the effect of any cleric spell or cleric domain spell would be appropriate. Wow, if your deity intervenes, you can't use this feature again for seven days. Otherwise, you can use it again after you finish a long rest. Alright. Um, what is... Is your deity noted on your sheet? By chance. No, I think I forgot to add that. Okay. I spaced because I didn't know how to spell her name, honestly. Give me one second here. I know. You know what? Roll a d20 for me. I actually have a way that I'm going to do this. So roll a d20 for me. I got 15. Okay. Okay. I'm thinking here about something. And I actually have to look in the DMG, which I'm glad that I fucking brought out for this. can't believe you guys are fucking doing inter-party combat. That's awesome. And awful. At the same time. Fucker put us on the ceiling. Hey, I'm not saying that either one of you are in the right or wrong here. And he made fun of my lack of balls. They just moved yeah. and got bigger. I'll trade you, Ellie. I kind of think that would be that I'd have balls and vagina and that'd be weird. All right. <laughs> um, so here's what's going to happen. To explain this from a mechanical point, due to the fact that you rolled over your cleric level, your deity would not intervene. 
Okay. Also due to the fact that you're in a temple that's clearly to the god of death and decay. And being a cleric of what I believe is the death domain and praying yes. to a god of death within yes. a temple to the god of death, your intervention request has been heeded and your deity will intervene. No so your divine shit. intervention is utilized for this. Holy okay. shit. I never in my life thought I would see one work. Fifth jingles. You feel yourself and your body start to heal. You can double your current hit points up to 36 now. As death is not accepting you today. You guys all hear the metal creak, and you see the pipes crumble in on themselves and close as the noxious gas that was being emitted from the pew stops coming out. And a gust of wind swirls through the temple and out the hole that you guys entered through as you see this this noxious gas collect itself and exit the hole. You also hear the crumbling and creaking of wood as it shatters in on itself and both of the front sets of pews almost implode into piles of splintered wood. In the chaos, you also hear a faint clinging of metal, a very faint sound of something falling, and you can hear it roll and clatter next to the altar. Initiative is over, and also, Belithus, you feel this pulse of energy through your body as you are forced to calm. And that is how the deity will intervene in this moment. Forced me out of my rage? <laughs> Doesn't Damn. want a soul today. Not right now. At least. <sighs> if you need to be more aware of the spells you are casting, Please. I almost... I almost lost my cool there. <laughs> I want to cast hideous laughter on him. I'm going to roll my eyes and go towards the sound of that thing that rolled. I'll try to figure out where that is. What does hideous laughter do? Creature or of my choice. Rather, rather, what what will that? Okay, so give me two seconds here while I read this. Yep. Uh, ba -ba. Okay, um, you want to cast it on Belithus? Uh, is that Robin's name? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 
All right. Feel free, I suppose. Bada bing, bada bop. Bada bing boopy. What do I, I have to do? I, uh, I don't know what the spell does. You fucking picked it. Yeah, you're the one casting it. Describe it, caster. Uh, you need to make a wisdom saving throw. Okay, is this an effect that I can rec- that I can see happening? That doesn't matter. It's not a dex save. Wisdom? Yeah. Yeah, how's a dirty 20 do? You pass. Okay, then what happens? Nothing. I... I just failed. Keep your magic off of me from now on. I'm gonna walk out of this pew area. You don't wanna really make him mad, trust me! (laughs) Oh, this is awkward! Oh, guys. Do not make me use my magic on you. I will kill you all if that has to be. Wait, what? I'm not I'm not going to fuck with you. You're the one that beseeched the god of this whole temple, so whatever you're doing, go ahead and do it. I'll I'll be nice. Gary lady man thing, what are you now? Oh I'm a guy. I miss my boobs. I have this freaking thing dangling between my legs now. I don't like it. Yeah, you're going to want to be careful when you sit down and, like, cross your legs. You could end up, like, snap. It's it's really uncomfortable when it happens. What? He would know. No. He's numb. I, He's I numb do it at too. least, like, three times a day. It's, you know. And I want to say you get used to it, but you don't. Oh. When it's really hot out. And they hang lower, and then you sit down, and you sit on the twins. It's. You need but to guess... trust my brother. He used. He's he's down to two balls now. This is the worst day ever, guys. Can't deal with it. Can't. All right, and you said you'd like to try to locate the sound of that clattering. Yes. All right. Um, it happened over close to the altar. Okay. So I'll make my way over there. Are you, are you on the altar? Oh, am I? Oops. I, I meant to be. I didn't know okay. what that was. Uh, go okay. ahead and make me a perception check. I got 24. Alright. Uh, with that, you do see a glimmering in the shape of a ring on the ground next to the altar. I'm going to pick it up. Alright. So you reach down and pick up this object that you can't quite see, but it shines. And as you touch it and pick it up, it almost appears in your hand. And you can actually see it. And it is a golden ring that lets off a light white glow. What did you find, Ed? Were you looking for a ring earlier? Yes, something about the message said a ring and the color red. 
Well, it's not red, but I'll hold it up to kind of, like, show him. It's something about sacrificing not having to be blood, but it could be a ring, and you sacrifice to the red. But you found the ring? Uh, yeah, yeah, I found a ring. Maybe if we backtrack to the place with the creepy paintings, offer the ring to the red circle, see what happens. Why don't you take the ring? What? Now that you're a guy, you don't like jewelry? You were the one that was looking for it earlier. Oh, fine. Give me the ring. Alright, I'm gonna hand it over. Alright, you can add to your inventory a magical ring. Cool. Is there anything you guys would like to do in this room? I like to be a girl again. <laughs> well, wish in one hand, shit in the other. Yeah. No, see which I'm... spell, <laughs> see which spell reverses your sex first. I know which spell can reverse the gravity. <laughs> What's funny is I've got DM... a spell for reverse sex here. Yeah, the DM assumed what her divine intervention wish was. It was actually just to be a girl again. Uh, actually, employing your deity's aid. She yeah. has to make a request. And That's then you, true. And then you decide how that request is carried out. Kind of skipped that part. I did. Just to try to fucking not have a enraged barbarian murder someone in the party. That's on uh, me. I could have kicked his Yeah, ass. but honestly, in that moment, that was actually a really, really good thing what he did. So... Now that it's all over, I'm back to my first world problems being a guy. <laughs> You're watching your friends get slaughtered by your friends. What are you gonna do? Wish that you didn't have a dick? Much. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Alright. <clears throat> what would you guys like to do here? Now that I'm holding a golden ring, I'm going to pursue the idea that I had, and I'm gonna make my way back to that little tunnel and See if I can get back to the room with the orbs. Alright, I will move you all there. If you'd like to bunch up, I can move you as a group. Yeah, might as well. Forgot I was muted. So, uh, Biff Jingles, you arrived here first, so I'll let you move freely to where you would like to go. Um... Uh, what's... Is this a hallway right here? Um. <clears throat> so. On the south wall of this room, you see a stone arch similar to the one back in the original entrance. Uh, it is filled with cloudy vapors, and you cannot see what lies beyond them. As you come close... Three stones in the archway in the front of you begin to glow. The left-hand base shines with an olive hue. The one on the right-hand base glows citron, like a yellowish or a yellowish green. And the keystone seven feet overhead gives off a, a russet light. I'll hit the olive one. Okay. And then I'll walk through. In green. <laughs> All right. 
you will find yourself here at the mouth of the tomb. And in your possession, you have one moment here while I open up your character sheet. Wait, where's the tomb? <clears throat> this is just Ethan's character. So, oh, 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 okay. <clears throat> at the mouth of the tomb, you find yourself at the mouth of the tomb, and the only items in your possession are the clothes on your back, your armor, and your rapier. I got a very meta question for you. How long did it take us to walk to this tomb through the desert? So you were actually um, dropped off via ah. portal to an area that they believed was close to the tomb, and it was about one day's trek away. Oh, God. As you were told that there was a tower sitting atop a cliffed hill that would mark it out, and you could make out the tower in the horizon as the sun was setting. So you guys camped for a night and then made your way down there in the morning. You said earlier there was a lot of traps in there, or there was, like, rocks outside of the tomb? There are rocks outside of the tomb, yes, a cliff face and sand that had appeared to be piled off to the sides, covering the entrance. Or that was I'm, once covering the entrance. I'm going to throw rocks at the places I know where the traps are. Okay. So you're going to pick up some rocks and begin opening up the trap doors? Yeah, I'll just throw them down the hallway, landing on where the traps were. Uh, you'll have to make several trips, and we can make that happen. And we will come back to you in just a moment as you are accomplishing that task. Uh, to the other four, what would you guys like to do from here? I would like to go back to the Scarlet circle that Ellie and I identified uh, in our last visit to this hallway and try to offer the magical ring ring to it. Uh, the scarlet circle down here? Sure. Okay. Um, so how would you like to do that? Placing the ring up against it or... Is the painting on the wall or on the floor? Uh, this painting is about waist high. About waist high. So it's on the wall. Right. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll hold the ring and just kind of press it against the, the scarlet circle. Alright, as you do that, nothing appears to happen. I can't, like, phase through the wall or nothing, just no reaction? No. As you press the ring to the wall, you hear it clink as it makes contact with the wall, and as you push into it, uh, nothing seems to happen, nothing seems to be giving. You try like all over the orb, and... Nothing. No avail. Okay. I'm going to continue trying to do this with each red-tinted orb. As I'll travel back north through this hallway. Okay. And each time I come to a uh, uh, an orb of a red tint, I will do this. All right. So as you come up to the next red-colored orb on the west wall, only about 20 to 30 feet away, you reach your hand with the ring and pass straight through this red orb also at waist high and you find that it was an illusion and there is a tunnel leading through that wall 
I would like to travel into said tunnel. All right. Calling Barnaby to follow, if he can. Okay. And I go to try to go in with him. You absolutely can. Okay. And I'll follow right along. All right. And Ed? Sorry, I had to run to the bathroom. (laughs) No problem. Um, the, The party members were trying to push a ring through the wall, and they have found that this red circle here was an illusion and are passing through it. All right, I'm going to follow then. All right, we will cut back to Biff Jingles. Um, as you've been moving rocks and triggering these pitfalls, uh, the first one that you come to, the one in front of the chest, doesn't open under the weight of the rock. As you continue moving down with heavy or with fairly heavy rocks, and placing them on these other places or on the other tiles that you know or that uh, uh, Eli had pointed out to you before Eli was Ellie, uh, they do open under the weight. And as you look down into them carefully, you can see that there are spikes at the bottom of each of these other pits. The only one that does not trigger. I'm going to place you next to you real quick, is this one here. does not trigger under the weight. Okay. So because I'm a dwarf, mm-hmm. and I'm good with rocks, would a sixth level thunder wave collapse this entrance? Um... Are you trying to, like, break the tunnel? Yeah. From the inside. I, I'd cast it, but I'd also try to get out of the way as soon as I did. So I guess my question is, is where are you trying to cast this thunder wave to try to collapse rock onto the tunnel entrance? They, like, I assume the rock right here is overhang? Uh, that's part of like the 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 sand pit that was pushed to the side to reveal the tunnel okay. or reveal the entrance to the tomb it's it's like it's sloped like a cliff right coming down and the earth has been moved to the sides and to the front of it and so there is area up above but it's angled back towards the top of the hill so rock would have to be shifted forward and down. There's not an, there's not an overhang. Anything that was overhanging would have fallen during the moving of the earth and then shifted us to the side as well. All right. Hmm. Wait. A minute. Let me read this. Um. So, if I cast Thunderwave, it would fall on me and I wouldn't escape? Uh, if you're casting it at the tunnel that you're standing in, trying to, like, collapse the ceiling, uh, it would probably seal you in, yes. Alright. And if you tried to cast it from outside into the tunnel, you could attempt it, um, and it would seal you on the outside. Assuming it succeeds in collapsing the tunnel. If I used Alter Self to change my species to a faster species, and then I used Freedom of Movement to 
Makes me unaffected by difficult terrain, spells, magical effects. I can use five feet of movement to automatically escape from non-magical restraints. Um, if I combined those two and then Thunder Waved, would I be able to get out? Are you trying to... I, I guess the question is, is what are you trying to Thunder Wave? The walls and the ceiling. It's, okay. I, I want to collapse it, but I also don't want to be standing under it crushed by rocks. Um, you could absolutely try to thunder wave this, the ceiling and walls to collapse. You could try. Yeah, sure. Okay. Casting it at 6th level. So okay. that... So that would be... It's 2d8 at level 1. So that'd be 7d8. And where are you casting this from, and what are you casting it on? And what? I'm trying to hit the the walls and the ceiling. Okay. Um. So it's a 15 foot cube targeted at yourself. You'd have to be standing next to a wall to hit the wall, um, and it wouldn't hit the ceiling as the ceiling's 20 feet high. Hmm. Okay. In that case, I'll do it over here next to the trap that didn't go off. Okay. Alright. Uh, go ahead and roll your damage. That it was 78? Mm-hmm. 26 points of damage. 26? Yep. Okay. Um, let us see here. As you cast Thunderwave, everyone in the other hall, or in the tunnel at this point, actually, no, you guys would probably be in the hall right about now, entering the tunnel. You guys hear this loud, explosive boom as thunder is erupting effectively from the entrance to the tomb. Uh, Biff Jingles, as you cast Thunder Wave, you feel the ground tremble and the walls start to shake and a loud, er, an explosion centered on you bursts outwards, blasting dust and cobwebs deeper into the tomb and out the entrance and the walls begin to shake. The chest behind you explodes open and the pit or the pitfall that you know of opens up as well. When that happens, the the two jackals that were holding that chest, or the jackal-headed humans that were holding the chest, begin to slowly separate, and a door opens up at that point. Give me one moment while I make that happen. Visually for you. A door begins to open up there. And the pitfall in front of it. Well, I fucked that one up. Nailed it. Way to go, Zandy. Proud of you, bud. The pitfall in front of that door is now open. And reveals a floor of spikes. 
So the ceiling didn't collapse and the door opened. Correct. And the chest was blown apart. Alright. Alright. Could I jump over to the door? Um because it looks there's a pit in front of it. Yeah, you could you could make an uh, an athletics or acrobatics check to jump the pit. I'll do acrobatics. Alright. Uh seventeen. Uh you easily jump across gracefully landing on the other side and in the doorway to this room. <clears throat> and we you find yourself in a rather unremarkable room. Actually, the the most interesting part about this room was outside the room with the chest and the two jackals. Otherwise, there is an opening to the hallway that you just came through and another door. All right. We will go back over to the other group as the explosion just happened a few seconds ago. The walls inside the tunnel that you're in shake and a little bit of dust and dirt come off of the ceiling of the tunnel that you're currently in and then the shaking stops. Barnaby, close your mouth. Okay. What is Biff up to now? What did he do? I'm going to continue following this clue, and hopefully we catch up with him. I... I don't know why he's so obsessed with the color green. Told to shun green. Is that a wall in front of me? Um... Like... Artistically, it looks like a wall. Go ahead and make a... Go ahead and make a perception check for me. Uh, 12. Oh, fucking DC's 10. (laughs) That's wild. Uh, you find a secret door in front of you at the end of this hall. Oh, cool. Can I push it open? Can you? I would hope so. Oh! (laughs) Well, then fucking push it open, you pansy. Pushed. Which way am I going? South? West? Uh, East? South. South. Okay. Thank you. God. No problem. I mean, I definitely didn't swing the secret or the hidden door open for you. I can't see that. It's blocked. Oh, well, I'll just fucking move it out. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> you find yourself inside of a room. <clears throat> As you push the door open... You fall, your, you fall to the ground 10 feet, um, or a little shy of 10 feet. You don't take fall damage. Uh, as you shove this door open and come down, yeah. because there is a drop. In the center of this room are three large chests affixed firmly to the floor. The western one is gold. The center one is silver. And the east one is bronze. They're about four feet long, two feet wide, and three feet high. Considering the last chest we ran into nearly poisoned Ellie, I I, I don't think we want anything to do with these things. Can I see anything else in the room? 
there's absolutely nothing else that you see in the room at this moment. Can I walk the perimeter and check the walls? Because now I know that false walls are definitely a thing in this place. Absolutely. Go ahead and roll me a perception check as you do that. Uh, 13. All of these walls seem solid to you. Oh, fuck. Barnaby, what do you think? I mean, those are pretty nice chests um definitely don't think they're good at all but i don't know what did uh did that message say anything about uh these these three colors maybe not that i remember i'm gonna take a look at the gold chest all right you see a chest with the band, or an oak chest with the bands that look to be made of gold. Or at least plated with gold. Is there like a locking mechanism or anything? It's a very rudimentary latch on it. No lock. I'm I want to really look at that latch to see if there's a chance I'm going to get poisoned again. Um, go ahead and roll a Let's do an investigation check again. Last one was investigation. Seven. We'll make this one investigation. Uh you do not see any trap to the chest. I'm gonna try and open it. Alright. Yes he does it, Ellie. Everyone in this room going to ask that you roll initiative. Oh god. Figured. The more fucking pipes. <laughs> Not quite. Alright. Ellie, as you open the chest with the gold bands. Out of the chest slithers a swarm of poisonous snakes that did fucking awesome on their initiative roll. So they will be not the first to respond, probably. Um, Barnaby, what was your initiative? Eleven. Awesome. Eden? Well. Ellie. 16. And. Bolithus. 14. Alright. And the snakes got an 8. As you guys watch Ellie open up the chest, you can see these snakes begin to slither out. And they look pissed. Ellie, you're first to respond. Okay. So it's just like a group of them? Yeah, it is a swarm of poisonous snakes, and you are right there. Right face to face with them. Oh, okay. In that case... 
Uh, they need to make a constitution saving throw. Okay. They got a four. Uh, that's not close to an 18. Oh, damn. That was bad. They take six points of cold damage. And if they make a weapon attack, they have disadvantage on it. Okay. As you cast what? Frostbite. And that uh, ends your turn? Yeah, that'll end my turn. Alright, Balthus, you are up. Alright. I will... Seeing him her cast said spell, I will uh, try to rush over using my wonderful 50 feet of movement. And take a swing at them, I guess. Alright. That's not a d20. I need a d20. Uh, for a 21 to hit? Uh, I'm pretty sure that'll hit. Okay. Most things. Most things. Yeah. Probably a swarm of snakes. Probably. Yeah. Or uh, 11, 11 points of slashing. Alright. And swing again. For a 16 to hit. And that'll hit. For uh, another 10 points of slashing. Alright. Don't worry, Matt. I'll sync that back up in post. Thank you. And does that end your turn? I believe so, yes. Alright. Ed, it is your turn, and there is only a snake left out of this swarm. There are several dead snakes surrounding the one living snake, but it still looks pissed. I'm gonna cast a chill touch. Okay. I got 16. And a 16 will hit. Go ahead and roll damage. Uh, at a, a 13th level, I think that that would be 3d8. Okay, 3d8. Yeah, pretty sure Chill Touch is one of those scaling cantrips. Fairly certain. Yeah. I actually use that on a lot of my Warlocks. I'm confident of that one. It's a f fun spell. It is. It's a really good spell. Yeah, 13, she's at 3d8. I got 16 for damage. All right. <clears throat> As the chill touch hits the snake and begins to deal the damage, you can see the body start to become necrotic and wither away to nothingness as the swarm of poisonous snakes is vanquished. Well, that didn't seem too bad. Do we want to open the other chests? Maybe it's just more snakes. But let's see if there's anything in this one first, besides the snakes. Right. Right. Chest could have more than just snakes. I'm gonna look into the chest. 
as you look into the chest, you find even more snakes! Our? No, you find nothing. The chest is empty. (laughs) Besides one snake that looks like it is very malnourished and partially eaten by the other snakes, you'd imagine. You find anything, Ellie? Doesn't look that way. Alright, then I'll open the one in the middle. If the one in the not, middle was the gold one. That's the one he did open. Alright, I'll open the one on the west. I think that's the silver one. I don't care. Yeah, because I'm in front of the bronze one. The one to the west. Alright. You open the chest that is silver. Inside, you find a clear crystal box. Inside, you notice that there is a ring inside of the box. Go ahead and roll me a perception check. Uh, 15. Fucking meets it beats. Uh, when you see, you look into the chest and see this box with the ring inside of it, you notice that the box is actually set into the bottom of the chest. And you can see that it is almost connected to the chest in some way. Like suspiciously connected or like it's part of the chest? Do you believe it's suspiciously connected? I believe everything's suspicious. I have a brother to protect. I suppose that it would be suspiciously connected to you, wouldn't it? I'm going to pull out a javelin. Okay. And I'm going to stand off to the side of the box, wedge Mm -hmm. the javelin into the corner of the clear box within the the chest, and try to pop it off. So you're going to use a javelin almost like a lever to eject the crystal box from its current seating? Yeah. With your strength, yeah, it's easy. You insert the javelin carefully to make sure that you get an edge of it. Come back to the other end and just the slightest amount of force because of how long the javelin is using the edge of the chest as your fulcrum point to lever it. You are actually amazed at how little effort it takes and you pull on the javelin and the crystal box, you hear it dislodge. And not a second passes as eight darts fire from the chest. Straight into the ceiling. Nice. And actually stick in the stone ceiling. Well, fuck, that would have hurt. And the crystal box is dislodged from the chest. But still sitting within the chest. I will walk to the side of the chest that the box is sitting on, because I assume it got knocked to one side of the chest. Mm -hmm. I'll walk to that side of the chest and pick the box up. As you reach down to pick up the crystal box, one of the darts dislodges from the ceiling and misses you and lands in the chest. Nice touch. So I'm now holding a crystalline box with a ring inside of it. Correct. Um... It's not hard to see that the crystal box does have a hinge on it, Um, but you can clearly see through the box, and the ring inside the box is on a little, a cute cute little pedestal like this box was created for the ring. You don't see anything else with the box. Okay. 
Guys, I found the uh, found the ring. Uh, or a ring. Do we want to check the other chest? That? Yeah. We're already here. So I'm gonna open the last chest then. Alright. As you open the chest with bronze strapping, this oak chest with bronze strapping, you hear the latch click, the lid creaks open. Barnaby. Eh. From where you stand, and also Ellie, from where you stand, you feel immediately a presence looming over you. Balthus, you see a giant skeleton appear directly over your brother and Ellie. And we are going to cut from here over to Biff Jingles briefly in his room. Biff, across the room from you, you see a door that's opposite the door that you just came through and you are muted. Yes. What would you like to do from here? Well, I've learned my lesson, so I'll stick to the side of the door, mm-hmm. uh, chug both my health potions. Okay. And you heal for full on both of those? Alright. So let me update that. And then I'm going to use Mage Hand to open the door to see if there's going to be a spear shooting out of it. Alright. As you pull open the door, no spears do shoot out of the wall. That's good. That's really good, actually. That's pretty good, yeah. I agree. I'm going to peek down it. Alright, actually, we're going to... We're going to spin the wall this way. Or the door this way. For you. Um, As you look inside you see what appeared to be a statue an instant ago comes to life before your eyes. The creature flaps its wings and stares at you. The statue before you that just seems to come to life is a mutated four-armed gargoyle, and it's staring you down as you just entered its lair. And that is where we are going to leave tonight's session.